What is up? This is Notes of a Goon. This is the show for people who are dumb but still smart, right? Sure. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. We're going to have a good show today. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, uh, obviously, my stalwart producer, Mike Harrington, is here. How are you, Mike? I'm stalwart as ever. Stalwart as ever. Obviously, you can follow me at this at Chris from BKLYN on Instagram and Twitter. Follow Mike VM Harrington on both of those platforms as well. But we have to get into a very important story, very near and dear to my heart. Uh, Mike, uh, a friend of mine sent me a picture from Midtown Manhattan. Okay. This week, uh, no explanation of it. It was just a an, a, a banner on the side of a building. Now, uh, can you can you show me can you show me that banner, please? Bong. Now, this is a place called Johnny's Panini Coffee Bar. Okay. And then above that, it says it's the home of the uh, Prashurger. Prashurger? Prashurger? Prashurger. Prashurger. Mm. It's the home of the... It, now, I assume that's... When I saw that, I was like, oh, this... This must be some sort of procedural. I wonder what that is. Is it a procedural burger, or is it a burger made out of prosciutto? Now, can you pull that sign back up for one more second, Mike? Now, notice there's a little TM there. They mm. they uh, trademarked the ugliest word in the history of language. Uglier than boop. I assume you were referring to the N word. I don't know. It was so offensive, my mouth wouldn't even make the sound. <laughs> um, now, the uh, 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 you, just, you, you look at something like that where you go, the home of the Prashirger, and you go, now, here's the thing. I typically don't uh, have a panini that is also a burger, right? No, I suppose a patty melt is fairly close to a panini, correct? Sure. Uh, now... When I heard of the Prashirger, I was like, this guy really spent the time to get a lawyer to trademark the name, the ugliest word I've ever attempted to say. Right? Like, so, like, remember Johnny, uh, Donnie Darko? Johnny Darko is a porn star. Uh, Donnie Darko, remember Donnie Darko? Yes. Where they said cellar door was the most beautiful word in the English language? Yes. Okay. The antithesis of that, the, the Whedon cut, is Prashirger. To the Snyder cut of Cellar Door, right? Sure. Now, you were just selling, I like that. I like that. You were that just a lot. selling right before we started the show, you were selling the Snyder cut of Justice League to me. Worth all four hours. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it. We'll discuss next week. We're gonna talk about Captain America, Winter Soldier, whatever, Falcon and Winter Soldier at the end of the show. Uh or at some point during Damn the show. It. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I want to talk about the we're talking about something more important than superheroes right now, Mike. And that's the sugar <laughs> at Johnny's Paninis. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, I was going, now, seems like an odd thing to do because he probably just put, you know, I always get annoyed when I see the uh, Bob's Burger, in Bob's Burgers, right? You know, he has the burger of the day. Yes. And it's always just a burger that uh, is not, uh, just has a thing on it. So I assumed the prosciutto was just a burger with prosciutto on it. That would be a reasonable assumption. So I found the Johnny Panini on Instagram. You found Mr. Panini himself? I found Mr. Panini. Mm -hmm. Now, crazily enough, not a composer. 
Okay. I'm just going to leave that. I'm going to let that hang I, in the air. I don't. It's a bad joke. Don't even get it a little bit. Mm. <laughs> Mr. Panini. <laughs> The uh now he he put up he put up a picture of the Prescherger. Mm-hmm. Can I see it? Sure. Yep. <clears throat> this is hashtag you follow it. Hashtag Prescherger. Now they tell you that on the sign. Is now this just looks like it, it's ground prosciutto on a bun. It looks better than I thought it would, but still not good. Does it? Does it? It looks like it's not just prosciutto on a burger. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, I... It looks like they ground up... First of all, it does kind of make me go, why would you grind up... And also put mayo on prosciutto. You think that's mayo? Well, do you like think that's fresh do you think it's cum? No, I think it's fresh mutts. Oh, that's okay then. Yeah. There's a little bit of lettuce, tomato, fresh mutts. I think you go ricotta salada. A little solid ricotta there for, for your prosciutto needs. Way over my head. I don't know what that is. Um... But you know, do you I, think that's better than if it was just a fucking big honking burger with like a couple thin slices of prosciutto? Like, I don't think this is better. I think almost what you want to do if you're going to make a prosciutto. If I was going to make a prosciutto, okay, I would wrap a beef patty in prosciutto. Ooh, and then and I'd probably put it on a panini press, just the actual burger by itself. Mm. And I think that's how I would do it because you get that meat, you get that prosciutto flavor into the beef. I think that's how I would do it. Uh, I actually, um, I got accepted to Smorgasburg in Williamsburg for a burger concept. One of the burgers I was going to make was ground ham years ago. My business partner at the time put the kibosh on that because she was lazy. Um, but it was a ground, I was grinding up hams, Mike. But the thing when you grind ham, and I bet they had to do this too, I bet that's partially beef because I've ground up hams. I have bought a ham. Mm-hmm. And ground it up in a meat grinder myself. Hmm. Something you didn't know about me, Mike. I've ground up a ham. Have you ever what? steamed a ham? No. Um, but I have ground up a ham. You have to mix it with a non-cooked meat, otherwise it doesn't cook. You know what I mean? Like it's like a ham or a prosciutto is already cooked, so you have to mix it with a raw meat. So that is probably mixed raw beef with prosciutto to make the prosciutto. But I had to mix it with uh, ground pork, regular ground pork. I had to mix it up. And then I, you, you put like a pineapple sauce over the top. I was calling it the Hawaiian burger. The Big Kahuna burger. Like from Pulp Fiction. Ooh. Um, I, never, I never got it off the ground. Because mm. uh, no follow through, Mike. No follow through. Mm. Now, Johnny Panini, however, has beaten me to the kid. I just want to call him and go, bro. When you were thinking of the prosciutto, like what was like your whole thought process, you know? And he'd go something like, he'd be like, bro, like I know that I like burgers and I know that I have to like prosciutto because I'm Italian. You have to. You're not allowed not works. You're not allowed not to. Even if you don't really like it because it's kind of stringy and it gets stuck in your teeth. You're not allowed to not like it. It's fucking the best thing. It's the prosciutto, you know? So I figure, what if I combine my love of burgers with the... And then I can mask the burger with the prosciutto. And I'd be like, well, that's an interesting that's an interesting concept. But why the fuck did you call it the prosciutto?
Prosciutto Burger is a better name. It's a better all-around name. Mm -hmm. Like, if you... Like, how could you think that you could put up a sign that says, hey, first of all, anybody that doesn't... Like, if you had just seen that sign, Mike, what would you have thought that was? Someone had a seizure. Yeah. I would have thought that somebody who didn't speak English as their first language ordered a sign that didn't quite work out for them. Reasonable. That's 100%. Like, we've talked about it on... Um, well, there... There used to be a website called Ingrish.com. Not the right time to talk about it, probably. Yeesh. But uh, it was all bad translation. There's also the reverse of it. There's a. Uh, Do we talk about that on the show? There's a web. There's a blog that's existed for a long time that's just interpreting. Let's see if you can find this. It's just a blog that interprets bad Asian tattoos into English. It's just people that go, yeah, I heard this was my name. And then they just go, yeah, that's just a language. There's like a, there's a language of Asian symbols that was made up by like huckster tattoo artists. Oh, really? And it's completely just fake. There's no alphabet. And it just is Asian-y characters. Um, I forget the name of the blog. But yeah, there and it, and it literally, they'll translate things. Really, I went through one day, Dozens of posts on this site. Almost none of them were actually what the person thought they had written on themselves. Mm. Um, but then there's things like you know, there's always a bad trade. There was a, there was a restaurant that had <clears throat> mushrooms and chili oil in Park Slope, and uh, it's on, it's definitely on the High Society Instagram from like a while back, or like maybe I tweeted it, but it was a Chinese restaurant that had, and they clearly somehow fucked up this translation, but it was pickled Jew's ear. <laughs> you might even be able to Google that. You just Google the Jew's ear is to die for. High Society Radio, and I bet it comes up. Um, But it's like, that is a... And <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does not? No. Okay. Uh, did you want the uh, Auschwitz survivors or transmitting Jewish culture to from images. JSTOR? Nope, guess it doesn't come out. Maybe <laughs> Louis I Armstrong? <laughs> I probably deleted the tweet. Um, but it is, uh, it's just a thing that came, it, like, it's just like, whatever, that happens. That's what I assume the Prosciurger was. Mm. Um, oh, I found that uh, blog, I believe. Oh, let is me this see. it? Yeah. Hansi Smatter? Yeah. Hansi Smatter? Yeah, exactly. So let's just go to the first one. Yeah. It's probably the newest one. Um, uh, hey, I love your blogs. Tattoo is 20 years old, and I never checked the real meaning. Can you help figure it out? See, please? this guy didn't even know. He just got a tat. So that's probably atrocious is the top hit, and then ferocious and brutal. Mm-hmm. Scroll down. Yeah, see, this is just a fake language. Yeah, there's no actual explanation. The, the reason why it's not an actual explanation is because it's the fake language. Mm. Uh... Ariana Grande's new tattoo. Um, she wanted to promote to celebrate her latest single, Seven Rings. Instead, it's referencing to a type of Japanese charcoal cooking grill. Yeah, she had to get that covered up. Hell yes. Yeah, this uh, guy had the fake. 
This is the language. Another one with the gibberish font. <laughs> gibberish font, yeah. Amazing. That's fucking lovely. Yeah, I, I, I kind of love... First of all, if you're a person <clears throat> that wants to get Asian letters on your arm, and you don't realize that that's not how Asian letters work, where if there's five letters in your name, there's five Asian symbols that make up your name. Like, if you don't know that much about how any Asian writing language works... Wait, what? Like... Explain that, because I don't know this. Okay, so, like, they I, use symbols. Okay. There's all different ways to make different sounds. Like, I, I don't know too much about it, but I know that there's not, like, an A in Japanese. You know okay. what I mean? Yes. Like, I know it's not, like, I know it doesn't work the same way English does, where it's, like, 26 characters. It's all, like, so if you look at a wall, and they have the 20, like, you must know, if, they, if you go in to get Mike, and the guy's like, yeah, I'll put these four characters here, you gotta go, wait a second, that's not how... Literally any Asian language works. Yeah, isn't it like isn't it like a syllables thing? So it's yeah. like Zhang Wei Li is like we it's it's written Wei Li Zhang, but Wei Li is the family name and Zhang is yeah, the yeah, yeah. first name. But when you see that written in she's Chinese, right? Yes. When you see it's not that many characters, it's three. Yeah. Yeah, because that's how it's supposed to be. Mike would probably be one. It's one like syllable. It's, no, Mike. Do you really not think Mike is... It's two syllables. So you probably should not even speak English. Mike. Mike is one syllable. Nah. Google how many syllables is Mike. All right, we'll do that right now. Use DuckDuckGo. They deserve it. All right, that's fair. Oh, I found out that they get paid because they work in an Amazon affiliate. One of the, They get paid in two ways. Ads, and they have... If you go to either eBay or Amazon in a DuckDuckGo browser... They have the affiliate link baked into their code. It is one syllable, according to DuckDuckGo. And DuckDuckGo has never steered me wrong before, so I'll, I'll let you have this one. I, I can't believe that you thought, Mike. So I've always thought syllables was just how many times your like mouth has to move to like hit the roof of your mouth to say something. Mm. You know what I mean? You were going ventriloquism rules. Yeah, so I... How, what is a syllable then? What is a syllable? It's a sound. Mike is one sound. Michael is two. Fine. Moving on. Now, <clears throat> Mike, we made a ton of money investing in Dogecoin not long ago. So much. And we've got a lot of money uh, that we made in sponsorships. Over the last few, you know, you go to our sponsor, vinylgraph.com. That's V I N Y L G R A F F.com. Use promo code CHRIS1. You're going to get 10% off your order on a premium custom vinyl graffiti sticker. Um, also, uh, so, so basically, I wanted to celebrate the show. Now, Mike, you have a gambling problem. Uh, horrible gambling addiction. Um, now, but also, we are kings among men, the way I, the way I see it. I mean, we got seven billion people listening so every week. We need, yeah. So we need to, we need to be part of the sport of kings. So I gave you our earnings from sponsorships in Dogecoin, mm -hmm. and I told you to go and buy a racehorse. Mm -hmm. But you fucked up, Mike. I got a racehorse. You didn't get a horse that runs fast. You said get a racehorse. You got a horse that discusses racial issues. <laughs> All right, calm down now, racehorse. Calm down. All right? We're going to talk to you in a second. Now, 
we it's a good thing because last week on the show we said we needed to get some sort of expert to talk to us about race relations because we are two white guys and we don't know enough about it. So we've covered all sorts of stuff on the show. Now, uh, now maybe the race source can tell me. Now we uh, talked about a little bit. We even talked about it last week, but we've talked about it in the past. Um, Indian people shitting in the street and the PSA for bring your poo to the loo. Now, would that be racist, racehorse? No, that's not racist. Okay, so we're 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 doing pretty good. Um, because I guess because there was a PSA called bring your. But if we had just said, now if we had just said, Indian people love to shit in the street constantly, that would be what that would be racist. Okay, but because we framed it in the way where we were talking about the PSA by the Indian government to get people to stop shitting in the street. Now, if in the course of that conversation I had said uh, Indian people love shitting in the street so much that there's no way advertising could possibly help them, that would be racist. (laughs) Oh, God, you're so angry. I didn't actually say that. This is a hypothetical. All right? All right. Very angry, this racehorse. You know, they're, they're always so riled up about something. What, are you going to go march in the streets? Racehorse? All right, calm down. Like a few weeks ago, we talked about that guy who got stabbed, right? Okay. He got stabbed because it was a prank. It was a black guy who was going to do a prank for YouTube, right? Okay. Now, is because I said that a black person should have known better than to randomly pull a butcher knife on somebody in this country. Is that racist? Okay. But is it racist because I said more so because he's black? Why? <laughs> the whole, there's a whole thing about how black people get killed too much in this country. That doesn't seem that racist to me. Now then, I gave what would be my... I'm not going to call it an impression. I'm going to call it a dramatization of what his grandmother did after she found out that he had been stabbed after doing a prank. Now, is that racist? (laughs) Oh, you're just angry? You're just angry, racehorse. This racehorse is outraged, Mike. You know, I hope by the end of the show, maybe we can calm the racehorse down. Maybe by the end of the show, the racehorse will be... Like, if I said... Black people all have huge cocks. Is that racist? That's not racist? I think that's racist. What if I say they all, all had horse cocks? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I don't want I don't to take any fucking heat off your cock there, racehorse. I know you got a great cock, all right? The racehorse is a great cock. He's a stud. Killing it with the ladies. All right, so the racehorse is going to be here with us from now on. I don't care how many people are already annoyed by this. Um, the racehorse will be with us, and and it's a good thing that they are because we need to move on for a second, Mike. Now, <clears throat> there were uh, some shootings in Atlanta this week. Um, all right, you don't have to answer everything, racehorse. I got this. There were some shootings in Atlanta. And they were supposedly, they were called racially motivated. Um, now, I want, to, I want you to bring up, Mike, do me a favor. Um, 
We talked about, actually, racers. let me ask you this real quick. Last week on the show, we said that perhaps the reason why there was a rise in anti-Asian violence in the country is because uh, people hadn't been going to businesses and they were no longer used to dealing with Asian business owners. It was just a, it was kind of a joke that I threw out there. Now, was that insensitive? Was that racially insensitive? Okay, Mike said that also. It seems like you're answering a lot like the way Mike would answer racehorse. But, no, you're not. Okay, okay. Uh, 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 but, uh, so, now, the, one of the first of the massage parlor that came up was, uh, can, you, can you pull up the picture of the massage parlor that was uh, shot up in Atlanta? Um, <clears throat> now, now, it was six victims. Two of them were white. Some of them were, you know, it was, it was six Asian women of uh, varying ethnicities. There was, I, I, I think it was four Korean women and two Chinese women. I, I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> now, okay, so now look, this is called Young's Asian Massage, right? One of the women that got shot was in her 70s, Mike. Maybe this was just, he was, it's false advertising. Could be. You know? It's a whole thing. Maybe that was the whole, maybe that was the point of it. You know, mm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a race thing. What do you think? I mean, uh, apparently he's saying it was a sex addiction thing. That's what everybody is saying, is that it was a sex addiction and that right. these places were making him, um, these places were making him act out. Right. And, uh, the cop in charge had the unfor. We talked a little bit about this on HSR, but the cop in charge uh, made the unfortunate statement of saying he was having a bad day. Well, which is not exactly what he said. In my opinion, what he said was this guy was mentally ill. He's at the end of his rope. Well, not in my opinion. He actually did say he was at the end of his rope, and this was a bad day for him. And this is what he did, mm. which was I, I, I'm pretty sure an exact quote. So you um, had a bad day. Taking one down and five Ta- others too. Yeah. And then some white people. Yeah. And then, well, he apparently had uh, <laughs> mapped out massage parlors from Atlanta all the way to Florida. Only got to a couple in Atlanta before his parents dimed him out. Mm. Um, got caught in Florida, though, no? I think so. But his parents had dimed him out. Now, uh, I need you to. I got, I got another theory on this. Okay. Let me hear your theory. Okay. Mike. Let's take a look here. Right. What does that say? Young's Asian Massage. Could be a QAnon thing. You're saying this is like a Pizzagate thing? They assumed... Hey, there's young people giving Asian massages. We all know what Asian massages entail. Well, that's that's the thing that I think has been the most racist about this whole thing. <laughs> These Asian massage parlors are everywhere. We yes. have to assume at least some of them aren't sex workers. So, like, a lot of the stuff... People are just coming out and being like, this is fetishization and sex work. And like, I was like... You're just blasting these women's names all over. There is literally no evidence that any of these women performed a sex act for money. Other than this guy just shot them because he's crazy. Maybe. No, maybe he's all maybe he's gotten rub and tugs at all these places before. Because typically, I don't know if you've ever been to uh uh washi. All right, I was thinking, you know, maybe you were trying to, you know, act act holier than thou for a second. I would but- not do that, Mike. That's stupid. Okay, so typically, though, at, th- at those places, they're locked. You mm-hmm. need to, like, ring the bell. And a lot of the time, they're, like, pretty suspicious of you. You know? Yes. So uh, my thought process was he was a regular at all three of these establishments. That's why he got. That's how he got in. Yeah. Okay. So now you're going to these fairly often that you know the protocol. I've been once or twice. Mm. Some of them you can just go into. 
Some. Um, ironically, the nicer ones. Now, in New York, now, so these places pretty much advertise. They're like outside, it, these places say Asian massage parlors. In New York, there are Russian rub and tug massage parlors. Yes. They don't advertise. You need to know about them. They don't I have mean, signs. This is the first I'm hearing about them. Yeah, they totally exist. Okay. They don't have signs. Mm. You have to find them. You have mm. to know where they are. Um, so it's like when people are like, this is racially motivated, it's like, well, it could, and like, I need you to pull, pull up a, there's a Facebook post that I made in 2013 on the day of the Boston Marathon bombing. And I'm sorry, this is a little serious. Uh, I know we were just joking around and, you know, it's a serious topic, so we'll be a little serious for a minute. Can you pull that up for me, Mike? Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what anyone in government says. A terrorist is absolutely somebody with ties to a terrorist organization and a fucking political agenda. Uh, just a couple, not just a couple crazy shits who Google how to make a bomb. A nutjob with a Muslim manifesto is no different than a nutjob with a Christian manifesto or a nutjob who agrees with Larry David on what the proper temperature of a house is. Now, I put that out the day of the Boston bombing because before we knew that either of the suspects had any ties to al-Qaeda or the Taliban or whatever or ISIS, uh, Barack Obama got on television and said this is absolutely an act of terrorism, whether, whether they have ties to a political organization or not. That, to me, that's not true and never true, and I think motives matter in criminal cases. So I posted the same thing when people were calling Dylan Roof a terrorist, right? Because again, if somebody, you know, I even made like, it. You like reposted it. You're I, repo I reposted the exact same thing. Okay. Uh, and just shared that. And the same people, people who clicked like on that post uh, didn't then again click like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they, they, were not, they were not pleased with that. They, when I reshared it and said this is still true, and like I put it, I put a uh, because I am equal opportunity. I did put a, a reference to Black Rambo on there uh, because he was the guy who shot up people, and he put Larry David in his manifesto. Um, now this is the first I'm hearing of this guy, Black Rambo. Yeah, dude. Yeah, what are you talking? You know, you're just always holding the black man down. This man broke the color line of Black Masters. He's a black cop. Uh, killed a bunch of people. He had, uh, he had a high. They, I think they smoked him out in a, a cabin. Oh, you're talking about Chris? Uh, yeah, his Chris, name is not Black Rambo. If you Google Black Rambo, I, I'll show you what happens when you Christopher Google. Dorner comes up. No, Black Rambo, a guy who's got eight hundred fifty thousand fucking Instagram followers, and he's a rapper. Oh yeah, but uh, oh okay. So probably before 2020, you could Google Black Rambo, and it would come up. The guy I'm talking about. Um, they were calling him Black Rambo in the newspapers. Mm. Um, but anyway, I, so I do like so. This guy's roommate has said that you know he would talk about the sexual addiction at home, and that this was now it comes at an unfortunate time that there is a rise in hate crimes across the country. In, well, not across the country in major cities with Asian populations across the country and mostly in California, there's been a massive rise in hate crime in hate crimes against Asians. Now now, so I thought, you know, we should at least let let, let the investigation happen and see what they say, whether it's a hate crime or not. I saw people on the news saying it's like, I think he's just got some smart lawyers. It's like this guy's never seeing the light of day. Who cares what is if if it's a hate crime or it's not a hate crime, I don't think this guy's ever getting out of jail. So who cares what it actually is? I think truth at some point does matter. 
Um, now, so I put that up, and it's kind of how I always feel about it. Now, Mike, you were upset about some of the reporting on this, and you posted a tweet. Can you please show me that tweet? Uh, fuck it. Um, it wasn't quite as uh, thought out. It was uh, okay, so eight this, Asian women uh, slain in mass shooting. Com- yeah, the- comedian Jenny Yang. Okay. Right? Well, who's got a blue check mark? Says Jenny Yang TV. So I thought she was a reporter at the time. Um, That's because you're a racist. Uh, you know, to, I don't think just so. Just assume every Asian woman is a news reporter like that smoke show Liz Cho on Channel 7? I was thinking Trisha Takanawa from Family Guy. but um, Could be that too. Uh, yeah, no, something about the, the check mark and the fact that it said TV next to it just made me think, you know, it's mm-hmm. probably a reporter of some kind. Uh, to all the media, say what it is. Eight Asian women slain in mass shooting hate crime by a white terrorist. To which I quote tweeted, You hear that, media? The white man and white woman killed in this attack identify as Asian women. Mm-hmm. It seemed like an unnecessary thing to do, Mike. Disagree. Fake news is fake news, period. Now, I do agree that that is fairly fake news. Um, it seems that the evidence is coming out. Now, people want this guy tried as a hate crime, like I said. Yeah. I get just do it. Sex workers are a protected class in, in Georgia. Are okay? they really? Yeah, 100%. Sex workers are a protected class. So as long as you're saying, uh, if you're going out there, right, and you're, you're you saying you killed these people uh, because that's why, because they were fucking sex workers, it's a hate crime. Charge them as a hate crime. Done. Okay. That's fine with me. No arguments here. Um, now what I, oh yeah, that makes sense that, that sex workers should be a protected class in Georgia. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's now the let's just talk about a lot. World. I want to talk a lot about how <clears throat> the, the wave of Asian, the wave of violence against Asian people before this shooting has been reported and how it's being reflected through this shooting. A lot of it is still, and this is something I worried about with Trump leaving office is that they were going to try to blame everything on Trump and Trump supporters for as long as they fucking can. We have an FBI director that came out a few weeks ago and said that domestic terrorists, uh, homegrown domestic terrorists, are just as big of a threat right now as uh, Muslim terrorists pre-9-11. Okay. He's literally saying that these guys are going to do a (laughs) 9-11. Think about how dangerous... Muslim extremist terrorism was pre-9-11. They were about to do 9-11. That's pretty dangerous. When you're about to do 9-11, you're about as dangerous. You're the fucking most dangerous man alive, right? So it's like, it's just something like, and like, it's like, that's like kind of fine. And then they start coming out with these articles. And so, and then this shooting happens, and they're like, why are they calling these things hate crimes? And there's an interesting thing about it, where it's like, a lot of the videos that have existed, and a lot of the arrests, the Times put out an article that said, uh, here, let me find the exact quote. There were some incidents that didn't quite fit the white supremacist narrative, Right? Um, there was the old man who got pushed down in Oakland who who died a few days later. The 90-year-old man. And that was disgusting. Right. Um, it was a disgusting thing. Um, 
and the exact wording is, some Asian Americans were outright outraged by the violence and demanded justice, but since the perpetrators in these cases were black, many others felt deeply uncomfortable with contributing to the criminalization of African Americans. Now, that's understandable. And it's also understandable that Asians would be upset at this massive rise in hate crimes against Asians, right? Asian people are actually um, one of the least likely demographics to commit a hate crime. Uh, in all hate crimes, uh, the eff- like uh, the number of offenders that were Asian, it was uh, 0.9% of hate crime offenders in 2019, which is the most recent FBI statistics. 0.9% of offenders were Asian. 52.5% were white. 23.9% were black or African-American. 6.6% were made up of groups of individuals of various races. Uh, That's an interesting one. That's the third largest one. 6.6% were groups of various races who ganged up on a different race. It's a very strange statistic. Uh, it's weird that it's on here. It's not something you see every day. Um, but I think they have, look, there's absolutely a right to be angry at this. And there's a weird thing where because this was called, they're, they're, they're saying that the rise in this is because of things like uh, Trump saying China virus, Wuhan flu, Kung flu, led to a rise. And they said that the people that said this online were more likely to commit further acts, which I can imagine is true because it was instantly polarizing, right? Like you instantly knew not to do that if you didn't want to be labeled a racist, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so obviously that line is there and it's going to be drawn. It makes, it makes perfect sense. Now, here's a weird thing though, is like you have all these people and all of this outrage online that is literally saying... It's all white men attacking Asian people, mm-hmm. except for the, and that's a that's largely because uh, a lot of newspapers do not, if it's a minor crime that isn't something like a mass shooting, they do not put race in the descriptor. Particularly if it's a race that they don't want to unfairly stereotype, like African Americans, Latinos, even Asians. That's a policy of quite a bit of newspapers. Around the country, like I have, um, I have from a, a local TV station that literally said, "Here, here's a quote from um, Channel Nine in Cincinnati." Simply saying the suspect is a black man offers little hope of identifying the person, but potentially reinforces negative stereotypes. As journalism, as journalists, we believe in our responsibility to fairly and accurately reflect reflect our community. That's why we think carefully about how our work could impact the people who live in it. That is fair, and I completely, I completely understand that sentiment. But the fact of the matter is, if you're not, we need the number. We need the numbers on the offenders before you blanketly just. And like, I get it. It's like it's an acceptable thing to scapegoat white men, and I get why it is. But it's because. But journalists are now becoming journalists need scapegoats, correct? It's it move it moves clicks. Scapegoating works. It just does. And because of these people are slaves to their politics, they have created this new scapegoat. I don't think white men are fucking persecuted against, but I think because of this like idea of punching down and protecting these classes, it's like, oh, well, we create this, 
We're accident. They're accidentally creating the scapegoat because every time you're reporting on a race, it's a white guy. If you're not reporting on the other races doing stuff, people are going to go, it's only white guys committing these crimes. Correct? God damn it, racehorse. God damn it. No, he's, he's green. You nailed it. Oh. One clop for yes, two okay. clops for no. No, so what I'm saying is, and I'm not, and again, I get the I get the point of it, but like, look, here's something. The last time there was a spike, so like I said, I have the study here that was the um, the study that everybody, before, before the shooting in Atlanta, people were citing a study on anti-Asian hate since the pandemic began. Uh, I have the numbers. It's from... Uh, it's from the CSUSB. Uh, it's the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism. And so, you know, a lot of these were in San Diego, California, uh, Cincinnati. It's, it's places with large, with large Asian populations. New York saw a red, New York City saw from 2019 to 2020. It looks like a massive bar graph here. Actually, I'll send this to you. Maybe you can pull it up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> But it literally goes from under five in 2019 to about 27 in 2019, which 27 hate crimes against Asian people is a lot, but that's only because they are less likely to be victim. You know, it just like the the most victims of hate crimes happen to be black people. Yeah, I mean, it's like, all right, so the the just to give you like numbers are up it was something staggering like you know like the way they were reporting on it was the percentage percent. yeah, yeah yeah so it is 2000 percent, but it is still under 30 instances it's like it went up from three to 27 yes so but, again but they're also but they're but, also counting in that like hateful language right um the the study I saw by the AAPI was anti-Asian hate crime incidents reported to police. Now right. we talked about on this show once uh, in one of the first shows we talked about a young kid I knew years and years ago who got drunk and wrote the words <clears throat> "Jesus need faggots on a mailbox." This is a very liberal young man mm -hmm. in a very came from a very liberal household. He just thought that assembly of words was very funny. Jesus needs faggots. Need like need? The, like your. <clears throat> your knees mm -hmm. are Jesus, and you are a so basically you are sitting on your you oh, are, like you are kneeling a... down on the face of the Lord <laughs> to suck cock you're... is why he thought this assemblage of words was hilarious. It's pretty funny. It is very funny. Um, it it was investigated as a hate crime. Were the people gay? It was written on a mailbox. Unless the postman was gay. Seems unlikely. Oh, I thought you meant like someone's home mailbox. No. Okay. Public mailbox, but it was reported as a hate crime. Mm. It was investigated as a hate crime. Um, so these things, I mean, look. So to even just say that, there's nuance to it. And I'm not even going to, again, the thing that does make sense to me is when the president gets on TV and uses that kind of rhetoric, if Asian people are all of a sudden like, I'm scared for my life, they have an absolute point. Like anybody who says they don't is an asshole. Um, here, I'll send you this over here so we can scroll along. Um, but so th look, there's a huge spike in these things. They're not. And like, so here's the thing. The last time there was a huge, there was a, they, they actually looked into this in San Francisco and you can look this up. It's from, it's a study from 2008. Oh, Bob. Um, 
it's a study from 2008, and I looked it up on SFGate. Um, yeah, there's like insert. Well, that, that's this year, right? This is this year. Okay. What I just sent you, but this is from SFGate. It's an article I sent you a while ago, um, and they literally kiboshed the study for the same reason. Apparently, 85% of the perpetrators of hate crime, of hate incidences against Asians back then in San Francisco were black people. But here's the thing. That doesn't just mean black people hate Asians and they're more likely to beat them up just because they're Asian. Asian people are more likely to own businesses in poor black neighborhoods Mm -hmm. that could contribute to it. You know what I mean? There's all sorts of fucking things there. I'm just saying, let's stop just going, it's white supremacy. It's not white supremacy. It's blanket. We're all Americans. And all Americans are being dicks Asian people. Right? Are we all Americans? Yeah. I personally think none of us are Americans. We're all either New Yorkers or Montanans or Californians or whatever. But whatever. If we're all going to pretend to be Americans. Okay. What? Nuts. That's, I mean, that's my stance. That's, that has, we've talked about it on the show. That is my stance. I don't believe we should be one country. It's fucking stupid. Pretend, government does not work at scale. It's dumb. Pretend Americans is a pretty funny episode title, you're saying. Um, yeah, we're all fake pretend Americans. Um, we don't like each other. I don't understand why we give a fuck. People can't get abortions in Poland. I'm supposed to care about the abortions in Texas more than the abortions in Poland. It doesn't make any fucking sense, Mike. We're not a real country. Um... But so what I'm saying is like, and I just don't look, this guy did this fucked up thing. <laughs> like he did a heinous fucking thing. And even, but here's the thing. Even if that is a hate crime, it doesn't mean that all of the hate crimes are white. There's literally also, wh- when are we recording this, Mike? Sunday? Yes. This is a Sunday. It's Sunday night. It's uh, four days after. And I purposely wanted to record a few days after the shooting because I wanted to say this on the show. There is still zero evidence as of this recording, as far as I know, that this man is a Trump supporter, that this man uh, is a racist, mm-hmm. or has any, there's no racist tweets have surfaced. No, And as we found out earlier today, like, look, as we all know, like, racist tweets easily resurface. Racist Facebook posts very easily resurface. Do they? Very easily. Very, very easily. I'm just saying is like all of this stuff happens and it hasn't happened for this guy yet. Now, look, so I'm saying maybe he's let me see a picture of this guy, Mike. Maybe he's look, he's probably not a white like maybe he's not a white supremacist. You know what I mean? This is all I'm saying. I mean. I mean, look, he's probably a white supremacist. <laughs> now that I'm looking at him again, there's no way he's uh, He's either Amish or a white supremacist. If he's Amish, it kind of leans towards the religious guilt for the sex thing. Um, yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> now, just uh, as we often do on this show, we talk about Adam Waffen, which is a hate group. Uh, they're abhorrent people, but we say that they are, they are the Nazis that you don't hear about that you should be worried about. Now, can you just pull up random pictures of Adam Waffen on DuckDuckGo? I mean, if this guy comes up first, I would be so happy. It would be hilarious. It definitely will be somebody who looks like his cousin, I'm sure. Uh, Atom Waffen. Bomb. Images. Okay. Just show me some of these guys. I mean, that could be a cousin, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's a lot, he's a lot more jacked. Yeah. Um... 
I mean, not, they're not too big with the faces, these Adam Waffen. Yeah, you can't find a lot of... Well, pull up Rape. Rape was... Uh, he, he was a uh, lieutenant in Adam Waffen. Yeah, he was, he was a big deal. Uh, um, a former Adam Waffen leader. Uh, yeah, he was like a high up... No, okay. but even oh no. So there's there's a picture of him with with a nice beard. Yeah, you know if you're gonna go long chin beard, you're in trouble. Mm. No, damn dude, rape without the beard, rough. Hmm. He looks like a guy who they started calling him rape because he was gonna go to jail and he was gonna get raped because he kind of looks a little soft. But anyway, let's get back to the Asian people. So there's more things in this. Um, in the study that they, you know, it was like the amount of searches for things like Kung Flu, China, Google trend keywords, right? Sure. Um, and they show the pops in it. And they're like, this is over the last year. Think about how many people are searching this. China virus, Kung Flu. Um, well, one of them seems to be uh, the word, the word I slur for Asian, uh, which doesn't have nearly as many hits as China virus. Uh, the the two slurs that they put in these Google Trend thing doesn't have a lot of bump. Um, <clears throat> one uh, the word chink has a bump. Uh, right around the time of all this, what 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 we're talking about right now, which makes sense because you want to look up if people are using this word. Um, but these things have spikes because hell, I'll tell you this right now, I googled the word China virus. Because I was trying to find a clip of Trump saying China virus to play on a podcast. Like, if you read a headline that says, Trump calls COVID-19 the Kung Flu, you might then go, I probably need to look up this clip of Trump calling it the Kung Flu. So, like, the actual search terms, like, that doesn't mean anything. Does that make sense? Yeah, it just yeah, simply because it was so sensationalized. Okay. But so now they're trying to they're trying to and look, a lot of the stuff that's happened historically to Asians in this country, shit that's not even talked about. We talk about the internment of the Japanese. We talk about the Chi- uh the Chinese Exclusion Act, right? Those mm-hmm. are fucking horrible things. Nobody even talks about you know what happened in San Francisco in the eighteen hundreds? Some black plague broke out, and they were just fucking demolishing buildings full of Chinese people. There's lots of fucked up shit that happened to Asian people in this country, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, this is just like, again, this is this is the media fucking, like like I said, you heard the six thousand percent thing. Had you looked up this study? Uh, Which is the actual yes. fucking? You looked this up. You didn't. Like, I, well, yeah, I looked this up because it was uh, it was directly referenced in a bunch of stuff in that article around the shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, and like there was something about. But think that. about it this way: how many how how many people don't click through to the actual PDF of the study? Very Most few. people. I, here's the thing: I did click through to the PDF of the study, and I didn't even understand what they were doing with these graphs. I was like, these graphs are pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, and like one thing is like they blanked out China when they're they're putting China virus like that's a slur. It's not a slur. It's no. not. It's a. I, I here's the thing: the way this is reported, and like what we said with the fucking blocking. I think it's this. It's this weird obsession that people like that people in people in actual power. They're in like the media and stuff. They just go, "Well, we're in power and we're all white, so that means white people are in power." It's like 
So we can't punch down, right? It's that punching down bullshit again. It's like, you're not punching down if you don't think those people are less than you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, like, like if I up. make a joke, punching up and punching down, right? If I make a joke about another race and I don't believe that they are below me because of a race, I wasn't punching down. You can view it as me punching down, but I wasn't punching down because I was just making fun of a person with a difference. The same as you can make fun of, like, I don't know, someone stupid. I'm trying to think of anything these people do let you make fun of. Well, you make fun of Italians. You make fun of the Irish. Yeah. You make fun of Australians. And as you've heard on this show, I think Italians and Irish people are significantly worse than Asians. Significantly. Way worse. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you this. You know what's a weird fucking racism that probably really affected Asian people during the pandemic? I remember trying to explain to fucking Italian guys I knew when I started going to ramen restaurants. And they'd be like, bro, you're going to spend $14 for a fucking bowl of ramen like a fucking idiot? And I'm like, all right, so instead of going to a restaurant and getting fettuccine Alfredo, just buy a jar of sauce and a fucking box of cheap pasta. And they're like, bro, jar sauce? (laughs) Jar sauce? I'm going to eat my prosciurger and pretend I didn't hear that. It's like, but... There's a thing where, like, there's an actual thing in this country where, like, certain ethnic foods, particularly Mexican food, Chinese food is a big one. People refuse to pay a, a, a premium for it. And restaurants with thinner profit margins had less money in their coffers when the lockdowns happened, and a lot more of them are gone. The lockdowns probably hurt Asian, like, Asian communities a lot more. Literally, there's a hashtag called Save Chinatown right now for a fucking reason. And I'll tell you this. The last place I ate before the lockdowns was Great New York Noodle Town. Was it? Yep. La- last place I ate dinner with my girlfriend. We went to we went uh, we went to the Museum of Sex, built like some bullshit amusement park thing in the place, and then we went to Noodle Town, and uh, <clears throat> that's one of my favorite places to eat in New York. And I remember joking around. There was a table of Asian guys, but like in like you know the like typical college professor. Suit jacket, like it's like tweed with the with the with the elbow patches, and I look at her and I look at those guys. I was like, they look like they've just been working on the virus, like not in a lab, but like studying it the way they would study Godzilla for like a couple of hours, and they just know we're fucked, so they're having a last meal too. So I think we're all gonna die. I remember looking at her and saying that I was like, these guys know we're all gonna die. That's why they have so much food in front of them. They've been studying this all day. They're the doctors from a Godzilla movie, <laughs> and then we all got locked down. But what I'm saying is, this is a nuanced topic, and I think all Americans need to own the fact that we're all being mean to Chinese people and Asians right now. Mm. All of us. It's not just it's not a white supremacy problem. I think if they have numbers on the fucking look, they said literally people were going, there's videos of black dudes knocking down old Asian people. Like this yeah. one guy is fucking if another one of these happens. This whole thing is a moot point. Hopefully it doesn't happen by Tuesday when we release this show. But it's like, all right, so my issue is, um, like, there was a thing in San Francisco, right, where they were like, uh, um, you know, this woman, this elderly woman was attacked by a man. Uh, She had, like, 
some kind of stick or piece of wood, like whatever, and she just beat the shit out of him, right? Good. Like you could see she's got a big old shiner, she's like her face is all fucked up. Um and she was just screaming, bum, bum, why you hit me? Bum, bum, right? It cuts to the guy on the gurney, right? He's being like wheeled into the fucking ambulance because his face is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Clearly a white guy though. Right? Good. Okay. That was a white guy who committed a hate crime, you know. A, An individual hate crime against that woman. It might might be a hate crime, might just be a fucking crazy part. Like, is what it is. Dude, I remember after 9-11 with my buddy Mo, who's Egyptian, walking, and then just like a white guy grilling him for no reason, and I spazzed. Because I was like, how fucking dare you do what you're doing? Reasonable. I'll, I'll fucking knock you out. Like, it's just like, so I fucking get it. I'm just saying I don't necessarily know if it's a white supremacy thing. Agreed. Right? That's that's why I was hesitant to say it was even a hate crime thing. It was just like, it's some shit that this fucking idiot did. Right? There was another guy who went... No, that was probably a hate crime. Okay. Unless it was a robbery gone wrong. Maybe. I mean, it could just be the guy was all fucked up on drugs and... The thing about hate crime legislation is, it doesn't... It really kind of doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you just give... So, all incarceration should be to rehabilitate. That's, like, that's my that's my feeling on jail. Jail should not be there to punish people. It should be there to rehabilitate them and make them not do fucked up shit again. Like, like that's just kind of... So, it's like... When you just triple the length of a sentence because of the motive, like, if you lock somebody in a cage for a year, and then you lock them, or you lock them in a cage for three years, like, you lock them in a cage for three years, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's it's because you you hate an Asian guy, not a white guy. That guy's going to be like, well, I guess I hate Asian people more now. Like, you didn't solve the problem problem was that guy did something stupid and he should be rehabilitated and fucking we could figure out what the fuck why the fuck they did it that's the point of jail Mm. like just in general all violent crime except for possibly rape you know what i mean like people are doing things because they're fucking stupid and they need to be fucking rehabilitated when it comes to violent crime i (sighs) the issue with that Right. The only issue I have with that is uh, I don't I don't see a system mm-hmm. where you're going to lock people away involuntarily mm-hmm. like just take away their freedom. And it, it, it I that's not where people learn and change and grow. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't change under penalty of people change and learn and grow in prison. Hmm. It's not unheard of. It's uncommon because of the way we've built that system, but it's not impossible. I don't know, dude. It just feels like you fucking, you're putting a kid in timeout, and that kid's going to just get out of timeout and go right back to fucking... So then why aren't we just killing all of them? Because mm-hmm. apparently that's more expensive, according to you. <laughs> Tends to be. We looked it up. Mm. We looked it up on the show. Yeah, well, I mean, like, all right, so for instance, right, like, there's no death penalty in fucking uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. right? So Derek Chauvin can't get the fucking death penalty. I don't think he should be rehabilitated. I think he should get raped to death in prison. 
Well, they there's should also, put him yeah, but there's in also like a, there's also a life in prison thing. Yeah, you put him in the gen pop. Let those guys, yeah, let those guys get extra time. You're gonna, I think it's a bad idea to put that guy in gen pop because somebody's gonna kill him. No, I mean he will be and get a murder rap violently. He'll all right. There's somebody in there who already has a murder rap. Sure, who's never getting out of that jail. That's fair, and he can take the heat for when ninety men rape Derek Chauvin to death. Ninety? I would be so, dude. You know how great that would be if ninety people just got in the line. <laughs> like, or no, no. It, uh, uh, <laughs> wait, what's like the what's the what's the? I'm trying to think of like a way to incorporate eight forty six into. <laughs> The rape to death of Derek Chauvin. I mean, it could be 846 dudes. You think? I don't know. I feel like he's not making it to 846. What's the world record for... <laughs> for gangbang? For a train or whatever? Because there was the Houston 500, but I think she only got up to 400-something. Hmm. Uh, I believe there was a woman who failed to break the record in the 800s. Oh, a seeming failure to pay Chong also recruited the movie is one of the highest grossing pornographic films. But as alluded to in the documentary, Chong was never paid the 10th. She was only promised $10,000. That's $10 a guy or $12. That's less than the proposed minimum wage. <laughs> oh, God, this is pull it up. Let's see. This is rough to read, dude. Um, 300 men. A total of 251 sex acts. Oh, dude, this is 21 years ago. There's been numerous attempts since. What's the the person's name? Uh, Annabelle Chong. You know, maybe this is the wrong time to accidentally bring this up, but uh, let's take a look at Annabelle Chong. (laughs) All right. Golly. Hmm. I mean, they had to have the Marlboro lights in her picture. I mean, I guess Wikipedia did choose the picture. Yeah. She currently works as a web developer. Nice. Like, the fact that she... To be fair, can we just throw this out there? (sighs) Sometimes stereotypes are true. Okay. (laughs) Such as? I, I mean, look, what are the stereotypes of Asian professions? Sex worker, we've learned this week. Okay. We all knew web developer. Um, um, laundry mat. Well, you know... Uh, Railroad worker. Mm-hmm. Chinese um, restaurant owner. Right. Um, uh, villainous re- uh, wrestling manager. <laughs> mm, good one. Very good one. Um, but wait, what is the... What is the we're talking about Derek Chauvin and his gangbang of Palooza. What is the record for largest gangbang? I'm sorry, I'm just so disturbed by the fact that it was ten grand for to fuck two hundred fifty guys. That's not bad. Ten grand? That's what it was. So Jasmine St. Croix did three hundred after that, right? Or before? Maybe she did two hundred before that. But then there was the Houston five hundred, where I think it was four hundred something dudes, and then people have since blown that out of the water. Okay, uh, Houston 500 is six, uh, 620 people fucked in the Houston 500? Uh-huh. Ooh, 
A woman holds record for having sex with 919 guys on the same day. She tried to do 1,000, and I think she couldn't take one more dick in her puss. Oh. But she's alive. Lisa Sparks set a new world record for having sex How with the most crazy men in a single is this? day. During the World Gangbang Championship in Poland. How crazy is it? <laughs> First of all, that's great. I like to think <laughs> that there was multiple competitors, and she just got the furthest. Um, but neither of us knew that lady's name and we both have done, I've seen you get blown by a porn star. She won. I the, watched you get blown in this room by a porn star. She won the competition. We're depraved individuals around here and neither of us, we both have massive amounts of useless knowledge in our brains mm-hmm. and are depraved people and neither of us knew that name. That Lisa Sparks. I mean, I've I've definitely, I have uh, for sure um, checked out her work before. Let me see. Oh, you just didn't know she had won. I had no, I had no idea that was uh, that was her claim to fame. Hmm. She only won by twenty one guys. I mean, that seems like a lot of guys to win by. Did they? Did, was there no scoreboard? Could she have just stopped? Uh I mean, golly. That's a big lady. That's what she turned into. That's what that's what having sex with almost a thousand men in a day will To be fair, that's just uh that's just the bloat from the salt. <laughs> just water retention from the salt and all the cum. All right. So what we know is over I mean eight hundred forty six people is possible. So yeah, that would be that would be the To be fair, they're raping him. He probably would die. I don't know, dude. I mean eventually But if would... we call it the Chauvin eight forty six <laughs> Dude, the Chauvin 846. The Chauvin 800, because the Houston 500 was... 620 people, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, Houston, the, the Chauvin 800. The Chauvin 800? I like it. Uh, all right, well, we'll move on. But uh, before we do, you know, that was a large segment on race relations in America and all that. So we, let's check in with our expert on race, the racehorse. Now, racehorse, uh, was that racist? No. <laughs> Sound angry, racehorse. Now, it seems like you couldn't say it was because we ended with the thing where the white guy gets raped to death. So I think we covered our bases. Also, I showed that Facebook post where I really like that those Muslim guys before it turns out they were part of Al Qaeda. Um, now, did you agree with my point that as Americans we're all equally racist? Okay, you did. Okay. Uh, did you disagree? I, I, you know what? We can move on. Fuck it. That's, that's where I need to be. That's where I need to be with this. <laughs> All right, I get it. You're still angry. You're still fun. We'll come back to you next week, racehorse. Jesus. So angry, that racehorse. You know? I mean. Look, he's pretty well-spoken. But, you know, it's just so much rage. You're the one calling him a racehorse. He's a horse that explains race relations. Yeah. Yeah, he's a race horse. He's, he's still just a horse. I mean, his name is Clyde. Clyde the race horse. I mean, look, if you got to... Also, gotta... why'd you pick such a black name for the race horse? I didn't pick it. 
You, you gave Clyde, me. For all I know, Clyde's his slave name. You gave me ten grand to go get a racehorse. Wait, is it Clyde like a Clydesdale? <laughs> I mean, is it because you think he has big hands, Mike? That's racist. You gave me ten grand of the insane sponsorship money that we have to go get a racehorse. It was the best racehorse that I could find. The magic beans of racehorses. <laughs> all right, we're moving on again. Um, we have an Ask the Goon segment coming up right now. Ooh. Um, and uh, this was a question from, uh, this is actually from Erin, who uh, she runs the High Society Radio Discord. Well, she's in the High Society Radio Discord. She used to run the Legion of Skanks or the Bonfire Discord. Um, she used she, to run the Gas Digital Discord. You can't even remember which Discord she runs. Dude, fucking Discord sucks. Discord does kind of I suck. Like, I like it. Although. I like talking to the people on Discord. It's good for that, but it's just a confusing format of a fucking app. It's all over the place. I'm getting a lot of clicks on things. It's just, I don't even know. I don't know how to join other Discord servers. Get too many notifications. I get way too many. No I turned off notifications a while ago. Um, there is some news I can't find elsewhere, though, which I like. Yes. It, no, it's good for certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and it's good to just talk to people. There's like a great constant conversation. A lot of times people are talking about this show. You can join that Discord from the High Society Radio subreddit. It's uh, reddit.com slash r slash High Society Radio. There's a pin thing. You can join the Discord. Talk about this show. Talk about that show. Whatever you need to do. But anyway, this was uh, her email. Between the stimulus and an unexpected check that came my way. That's a weird thing that I want to know more about. I find myself for the first time with about $4,500 in my hands. If I sell my car as well, that would put me closer to 10K. If I decide to take the plunge and use this money finally to finally move to NYC, how long could I live off of off of this? And what is the best way for someone to, from out of town to find a place to live, know what neighborhoods to avoid or not avoid, not get got? Not shot, got. Uh, side info, if it helps, I don't go to bars or clubs, do smoke weed, but only about a Q a week. Have two cats I need to bring with me. I'm sure Mike will sell you some weed. I could sell you some weed. Uh, already live in a studio apartment, so no problem with that. Have ex uh, extensive experience in food service, retail, and office with QuickBooks and Adobe experience and a willingness to work in any of those industries to get jobs. We prefer not to have roommates, but I know that's pretty crazy of an ask. People have told me Jersey City is a good call, but that might mean I wouldn't be able to sell my car. Um, you're not commuting in from Jersey City. That's insane. Have you ever tried to fucking get on the fucking... That's the fucking... Whoever told you you won't be able to sell your car if you live in fucking Jersey City is fucking stupid. That's like a... I would have to imagine just knowing Aaron. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Here's something knowing her. Uh, feel free to reword this to make it shorter or make more sense or whatever. Nope. Fuck you. You get your whole thing right on the air. Uh, try not to use my name or email if you can. Well, already use your name. Sorry. You read this beforehand. I didn't read it all the way through. It's a lot of words, Mike. <laughs> it really is a lot of words. Um, people who know will know it's me anyways, but I'd rather not have it out there. Well, it's out there. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure as this comes out, there will be quite a lot of chatter in the Discord. Um, so... As far as getting got, that's a thing that I've never had to really be too worried about. Uh, I did turn down an apartment uh, recently because I didn't want my girlfriend walking home into the neighborhood. Um, so that is the thing, depending on where you go. For that, I mean, 
it's up to you. Go check out these neighborhoods. Like it each. No, she's moving from a different state. She can't check out these no, neighborhoods. But you can't. All right. So like. But would you say, like, Harrington, your block is a little shady. Yeah. The next block over is not. One block in west. any yeah no that's not true not no one block go, no one block east is one block west one, but like one block no. north is not yeah it is as shady dude one block east of me is a fucking war zone oh I know that right but one block west is better one block west is fucking yuppie central dude I lived in the projects <laughs> when I was eighteen I lived in the Robert Fulton houses um on eight. East on West 18th Street in Chelsea. I literally had to walk past a gay bar that always had men dancing. In, like the the doors would be open on the you know those windows that have like saloon doors that are open. Sure. And there'd be there was a gate and there was always shirtless men dancing right there. And then I would walk past that about three feet to a bunch of dudes selling crack in front of my door. Like New York is in a weird way where it's like I could tell you a neighborhood. But, like, dude, I'll tell you this. Uh, my buddy is a landlord, and he has a newly renovated building in Flatbush, right? Okay. Now, the neighborhood's a little sketchy. The sketchiest dude in the neighborhood lives in his newly renovated building. Like, and it's not like some dude, hood dude from the neighborhood. It's just some mentally ill guy that rented an apartment from him who jerks off in the hallway. And it's really hard to evict people in New York City right now because of COVID. Yeah, that's an issue. Like, so it's just like, he's like, yeah, he just harasses people and jerks off in the hallway, and I can't get him out. Mm, that is an issue. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so as far as where to live, I mean, look, if you want to be close to Manhattan, I, I mean, I know she's a huge comedy fan. If you want to be near comedy... If you want to be, I, I would imagine downtown Manhattan is going to be the place that you're going to be near comedy. Uh, so anything off the L train, if you're going to live in Brooklyn, right? Sure. But that's going to be expensive. Brooklyn is actually kind of more expensive than Manhattan right now. You might even be able to look, Upper East Side is pretty inexpensive right now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. There are places in this neighborhood. Dude, this building, I always talk about this. The building we're in. Yeah. Used to be right pre-pandemic was all people in their late thirties because that's who only people who can afford to live in this neighborhood. And now it's all like nineteen-year-old children. The whole fucking building. Yeah. Like right? Am I am I incorrect? Like it's you're just not like, wrong. And because now all of a sudden the barrier to entry is that much lower. Manhattan is a better place to look, especially if you're no you don't mind a studio apartment. You can get a decent studio apartment. I don't know what your budget is as far as living in New York City on four and a half thousand dollars without roommates. Two months, maybe. You could probably find a studio apartment now for under two thousand dollars. But then again, you have to pay first and last. Yeah. There's no broker fees anymore. But yeah, that's your whole budget right there. If you want roommates, you could probably you could probably find a room. How much is your room? Uh, a little over nine hundred a month. So, figure you're gonna need to spend a little bit more. How I mean, Mike, you live on significantly less than the money that she just said per month. Oh, way less. Like you can eat 
Well, I also you can legitimately eat for fucking twenty dollars a day if you eat all of your move. Yeah, I eat for less. I yeah. consistently eat for less than twenty bucks a day. Yeah, like I, I'm just saying, like you can eat okay for twenty bucks a day. It's all right. Yeah, like I mean, dude, a box of oatmeal is like four bucks. A jar of peanut butter is like three bucks. That's legit. Breakfast every day. Four breakfasts. That's more than four breakfasts. No, it's not. You get two packets. You get eight packets in the thing. Two packets of oatmeal of all, per Mike, thing. Can I just talk about what? how bad you are with money? You're buying oatmeal in packets instead of just just pour a little oatmeal into a bowl. You say you know how much more oatmeal you you're throwing oatmeal money away. No, 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 no. That's horseshit, dude. Because if you get the little packets, you can get the high fiber, right? It's the like the weight control. You, you first of all, you can't get that in the fucking in the in the in you the fucking. You can't get a tub of what? the high fiber, especially with the fucking brown sugar and cinnamon. You can the just get brown, brown sugar, sugar and cinnamon. You can make that. It'll be cheaper to just buy brown sugar and cinnamon and mix it in. So you're saying get the original, and then I gotta mix in my own brown sugar. Yes, Mike. And maple. You know how expensive maple is? Maple syrup. You think you're putting real maple syrup in the fucking packets? Just get the fucking Mrs. Butterworth. This, and you can put it on vanilla ice cream too, which I know you eat. <sighs> By the quart. I do. I fucking. I have been. I have been picking up a bad habit of that fucking Briars being on sale for like fucking three ninety nine, two ninety nine. Sometimes it's real easy to eat a quart of Briars. Um. Yeah, you were talking about it like it was an accomplishment last week, and I was like, No, I was. Uh, you were talking, talking about it like my. Oh yeah, I guess I do. That's the most ice cream I've ever eaten in a sitting. That's. I've like I've gone through a. I've had to stop myself recently, being like I can't I've eaten eat this. half of a Carvel cake. Also, I feel like that's more than a quart. It's probably more than it definitely sits on you like fucking heavy. But you know, somebody, sure. somebody gave me like one of those small round Carvel cakes, and I ate half of it. Oh, the small ones that doesn't count. It's still more than a quart of ice cream. I think. No, no it was way. Like a brick in my stomach, bro. No way. Either way, let's see some of this other stuff. This um, um, doesn't go to bars or clubs, so that makes it a little easier for you to find a place. Look, if you're willing to commute, I would say the Q train. I live off the Q train. The Q train is very fast into Manhattan. If you want to s- save money that way, but again, you could look for a place in Manhattan. If you're li- as far as getting a, there's no way if you don't have recent experience in New York City. You're getting a waitressing job right now. Like I just can't. Yeah, agreed. Like, like those people all still live here, and most of the restaurants went out of business. So it's like they're gonna like. It's you're not gonna get that in office work. I don't know if that's around. Retail work. Also, like the, none of those things. I mean. Our friend Eliza Orleans might legalize sex work. I don't hate it. I mean, that's a job. It is sex a job. work is work. Yeah. Protected and class. you would be helping a non-protected class by helping buck stereotypes. You know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking up how much ice cream is in the smallest round birthday cake from Carvel. Mm-hmm. Um Eight by eight by eight inch by eight inch by two inch. Um, Mike, how much money did you move to the city with? Seventy dollars. Yeah. Like legit. I. It, how did you get that? That first apartment you got was a sublet, right? 
Yeah. That was a fucking sweet deal. You live like by yourself, right, on Avenue B? Yeah. How much were you paying for that? Uh, 1300 a month. That was a nice size apartment for that much. That would be a nice size apartment in like deep Queens for that price. No, not really. That place was kind of small. It had a living room. Yeah. And it had a, the bedroom was a decent size, right? Mm, I, I remember thinking that that was an impressively sized apartment. The bedroom was a little, I would say the bedroom was about the, uh, maybe a little bigger than my bedroom is now. Um, and and the had, living room was about the size of the room I'm sitting in. Maybe a little smaller. A little smaller, yeah. That's not bad for this neighborhood, right? You were two blocks from the L train, which yeah. goes to, which literally connects to every train. Yeah. Um, all right. It? So, so she's saying no clubs, no bars, uh, smokes about a quarter ounce of weed a week. That's 70 I mean, bucks. That's findable. Yeah. Like uh, 10 bucks a gram is, is, is what you're looking at in this city. Yeah. So once you have a guy that's like a reliable guy. Sure. Um, so, I mean, what, all right. So your expenses there, it's two eighty a month for weed. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, you probably would just buy it by the fucking ounce. Yeah, I mean, why yourself. not just buy it by the ounce? Yeah, you know, figure it probably like two hundred or something. Yeah, two, yeah. two to two fifty, somewhere in that neighborhood. So you're good on that. Uh-huh. And then I don't know. Also, dude. keep in mind that Mike smokes shitty weed. If you want to get that real good weed, you have to kill somebody. It's the only way to get the proper weed. We gotta kill someone. You literally murder somebody, and they give you like it's it's like a it's like beating a boss level, and then they give you this weed, and it levels you up. All right, well, I gotta go fucking take to the streets and kill someone now. It's um, a whole thing. Um, Jersey City, I think you're gonna end up spending more money than you want to right now. Yeah, because that path train isn't cheap. It's not even that the path train isn't. You would definitely get rid of your car if you move. If you find a place, and also the bar scene in Jersey City isn't bad at all. Um, I just think that the rents haven't decreased that much in Jersey City, and they were on the incline then. Because think about it, Jersey's been open a lot longer than we have. Like people, like bars and restaurants have been open at like fifty. Like they were, they were open for indoor dining when we were closed. So it's like a big part of why rents are doing better in New York, particularly Manhattan, is because we've been closed. And we are... Wor- people People are still... Even with the vaccines coming out, people are like, yeah, they're just going to close again. As soon as somebody sneezes, they're going to close again. People are that shook? Dude, I... There's... Have you not seen this thing, Mike, where they have a... Um, what's it called? It's called a, uh, a, a... A rogue mutant. An escaped mutant. A variant do, of COVID. Do from, what now? From South Africa. That is not... You can look it up. Um, it's called an escape mutant, and it's uh, it's not... It, it's, um, it's not... The vaccine doesn't work well on it. The escape mutant from South Africa. Uh, so apparently, the British variant, the vaccine works very well on. Escape mutations may drive new COVID resurgence? Mm-hmm. Wow. So they're already getting ready to lock us back down. Like, so, it, it, it's coming. Um, I don't, like, but if you want to live in New York, it's so fucking funny to me, Mike, how many fucking just, and now, obviously, this person reached out to us to talk to us directly. Uh, she said she might she might need to sell her car, to which I replied, 
it's going to be super easy to sell your car right now in New York. Literally used Why? car lots. Literally used car lots are out of cars. Mm. So many people bought cars to be able to escape if necessary. That there you cannot find a car right before COVID. Car to go closed down, and like half of the rental car places in the city closed down. You cannot rent an enterprise car day of anymore in New York City. Really, you can't. Honestly, sometimes like a week out, you can't rent. Like you usually need to go two to three weeks out if you're going to rent a car. Like it's fucking crazy, dude. Um, but I would say, realistically, what do you think? So figure, figure if you could, you could probably find. Go to Craigslist right now and see if you can find a studio in Manhattan and what like the prices are, or go to Zillow. Zillow. Yeah. Okay. Um, but figure first and last month is gonna even if you even if you find something for fifteen hundred, right? A studio apartment for fifteen hundred, which is probably pretty rare. Figure you're gonna have to, you're gonna need two months rent, so it's three thousand dollars right there. Um, so I'd say the longest you could live in New York City with forty five hundred dollars, with ten k, you maybe get three four months, five months. Without getting a job. But if you get a job, I mean, then you're good. I just wouldn't expect, mm. I would not expect being able to find a food service job. Unless you're a line cook, uh, I would not expect being able to find that job. And even then. All right. So we're looking for, I'm going to do bong. So I'm looking for the 1500s. I'm seeing one is 25th and 25th between first and second. How much? 1525 a month. That's the only place you found at that price. For a studio, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, 1400. There you go. I'm saying you can find stuff. But I don't think you're paying less than $1500 or like too much less than 1500. Like it's going to be in that ballpark. Well, here's the thing. I mean, that's what they're listed for. Yeah, there's actually a bunch in this neighborhood. At 1.5K. And that's just this neighborhood. That's what I'm saying, is you could find a place... I'd, I'd say right now you could find a studio in Manhattan for... Honestly, it might be harder to find a studio for that price in Brooklyn right now. Even, like, kind of far Brooklyn. Because less people left Brooklyn. Yeah, and there's, like... Um, there's... Like, me and my chick are talking about moving right now. And it's like... We can't... We can't move! What is like, this? I found a spot for... Oh, this looks like a WeWork situation. I don't think this is an... Oh, is it co-living? I don't know. You tell me. What What does this look like to you? I mean, that might be a co-living. What is co-living? Honestly, co-living, co-living might not be the worst thing. What is co-living? Co-living is like basically adult dorms. So okay. you have your own bedroom. There's usually a dearth of bathrooms. Um... It's not the worst situation for, you know what I mean? Like for somebody to live in if they're, but you have to be transient in, the, in in a way. You know what I mean? Like if you're in town for a couple of months working, that's not a bad, that's probably better than just finding a random sublet because there's a, there's a little bit more distance between you and the people you're living with. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Um, and there's like, there's actually a, a good amount of co-living. If you want to just come here and then figure it out once you're here and find a job, you could find a co-living situation for probably $800 for a room. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, like this one I found is a thousand a month for you get your own room, own entrance, and own bathroom in a brownstone. Where is this? Uh, G stack a month in uh, Brooklyn. Where in Brooklyn? What's this? Um, between Crown Heights and Stuyvesant Heights. I mean, yeah, as long as it's not too far from a train. I oh mean, wait, no, it's deep. It's uh, it's it's in Crown Heights. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, Crown Heights isn't that bad anymore. I mean, I'm looking like so. There's nowhere you're not. Crown Heights hasn't been bad. Like Crown Heights hasn't had like excessive violence since the '90s. You're not getting in the city, according to Zillow. You're not getting in the city for under a G stack. But I feel like you can, yo, know, you can find some deals on Craigslist. Yeah, you could look. I'm saying you could find something. So advice is, don't move to New York. That's my final advice. I don't want people moving here. No. That's that. I think that's 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 where we gotta we gotta lay this down, Mike. No, don't move here. Yeah. Don't just nobody move here at all. Yeah, dude. I I here's here's the I, like I'm sick of it here, bro. The God's honest truth. I uh, if I didn't have roots here, I'd be so fucking gone. What roots? Yeah, I forget it. Um, my brother lives here. That's fair. Yeah, you really can't leave. That stinks. Um, I cannot. All wait. my friends that I grew up with live here, dude. If I had my businesses are here. Yeah, if I didn't have this, I would be so far out of New York, dude. Like if I didn't have this specific job, you know what I mean? Like if I actually yeah, got certainly fired. if I wasn't if I wasn't doing if if my brother wasn't a hurt person, mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing like comedy. I would just go be a fucking lumberjack somewhere. Okay. Or fucking work as a plumber or fucking I'd I'd text Mike Rowe and be like, hey, can you find me a dirty job somewhere? <laughs> like it's just like You got Mike Rowe's number like that? Yeah, I just text Mike Rowe whenever I want. I'm just like, dude, I just took a dumb shit. You wanna come scoop it out? And he's just like, How'd you get my number, bro? And I'm like, dude, come scoop my shit. <laughs> I got a dirty job for you. I got this dirty job for you, Micro. Come scoop my shit. Come scoop it. <laughs> Maybe I'll get him on the show at some point. Um, I'll text him. He'll be like, uh, dude, I'm not coming on your show. I'd rather scoop your shit. All right? I don't want to go on your dumb show. I like it. I was like, that's hurtful, Micro. And I'd be like, that's hurtful, Micro. It's a good show. It's a good show. We talk about Asian Americans with nuance, right? That's what we did? There's a wee bit of nuance there, yeah. Can you, sh- can you play the clip from the news hour that I sent you that we didn't play? Uh yeah sure I got I got two different the the first clip okay against Asians including during the pandemic stop using racist terms like kung flu or Wuhan virus or other ethnic identifiers and describing this virus I am not a virus he's not a virus Mike he's a man he's a man (laughs) I thought that was such a funny thing I don't know why they put that in that piece that's an old thing like it's like. They didn't even put a thing of, like, a person saying something negative. It's just a guy complaining about a negative. Whatever. Moving on. Are we really moving on? I was going to make a whole point about the fucking subways starting to get packed again. Oh, uh, yeah. Being... The subways are gross again. Dude. Like, yesterday was the first time where I was like, oh, I'm standing on this train. You you had to stand on the train? I had to stand on the train. Ugh. Dude, it was like... I they, I know they said like forty percent of the city moved out and like they haven't come back. It, no, it was five hundred thousand people or something. Yeah, I feel like they were in hiding. It was just people were in hiding, and like now motherfuckers are like, oh no, like the city's oh it's popping again. It's kind of popping, dude. 
Dude, yeah, people are out. People are getting fucked up and shit. Bro, it's about to be party time in the park all summer. Yeah, that's going to be... Oh, yeah, drinking outside is still just allowed. Dude, they're not fucking taking But don't that. move here. None of you move here. <laughs> I don't want to deal with any more people. Stop moving here. I used to be pro. Like, go ahead, move here. It's great, fine. Now, just stop moving here. I don't want to deal with you. Unless it's an even trade. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, somebody come fucking take my apartment and let me have, like, a peaceful life... Oh, you're saying else. trade with you? Maybe, dude. Do a little fucking Freaky Friday. If you could get, like, a house in the suburbs? Dude, if I could get a fucking... You know how much happier I was when I had a house in the suburbs? You always say on the show that you're happier now than you ever were in your life. Right. But specifically... All right, when I first oh, you started... you hated your fiancé. No, when I first started working here, mm-hmm. when I first started working at Gas, when we were still in fucking Ralph's apartment... Mm-hmm. I had a fucking two, I had the first floor of a two family house in Yonkers, nice backyard, mm-hmm. 45 minute commute. It was the best. Okay. Yeah. And I just fucking, the guy wouldn't renew my lease and I needed to find a fucking, and I had very little time to move out. That's why I took that sublet in the city that I couldn't really afford. Mm. But uh, yeah, if I could do it all over again, you know how much fucking better it would be? To just fucking go back to Yonkers, dude. Just live in the burbs again. It was so nice. It was so nice, Chris. How often were you going to Empire Raceway? Not as often as you'd think. It's kind of a really dumpy place. Legitimately lived less than a five-minute drive from there. And I went maybe four times in Harness like a year and a half. I lived there. sucks. I never went to the track there. I think one time, They're maybe. not fast. No. It looks cool because they're in those stupid chariots. Like it's a little fucking Ben Hurish. It feels rigged a bit. The only thing dumber than harness racing is quarter horse racing. What's quarter horse racing? The smaller horses. That's no. why they're called quarter. Just pull up a picture of a quarter horse. Okay. This has nothing to do with moving to New York. But don't move here. None of you move here. Unless you're a quarter horse. Yeah. Quarter race horse. <laughs> the one drop policy i don't these things race that's what i'm saying they're just goofy looking it's horses a big pony yeah it's just a big pony <laughs> he looks like he just bullies the other ponies <laughs> um yeah he does thank you racehorse <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah i just don't move here it's stupid nobody should come here we're full I don't care that a bunch of people left. There's no room. We're sick is. Get out. Also, I would not be here if I didn't have to be. So if you don't have to be here, don't come here. It smells bad. Fucking, uh, they're attacking Asian people for no reason, for some reason. 28 Asian people were attacked this year. It's a lot of Asian people. It's also like, you know, the population of Asian people have like exploded in the last like few years in New York. There's like true? way more Asian people in New York than there was when I was a kid. And the majority of the that rise, it's New York. Oh no, it's New York and California. Mm, I was there's multiple cities in California. Yeah, it's fair. So it's like that one, the biggest city, the biggest single city. It was like nine hundred something percent in New York. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a. But it like that's because it went from like two to eighteen. It went. It went from under ten to twenty eight. 
yeah. or 29 or something in two, from 2019 to 2020 or 2020 to 2021. Um, but uh, all right, now we can move on. All right. Uh, what's this uh, Kylie Jenner stuff you told me about right before the show started, Mike? So apparently uh, a makeup artist that she works with, uh, she's like, that's like her homegirl or whatever. It's the one that makes her into a black lady? I guess so. Okay. Uh, she got into a bit of a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, now that person... Now, when you say a bit of a car accident... Yes. Um, what do you mean? I, dude, I don't... I'm. Maybe if she wasn't doing her fucking eyeliner while she was trying to drive, right, Mike? <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Stupid lady. Oh. Wow, 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 wow. What's the lady's wow. name? Wow, 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 wow. Uh, hold on one second. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Samuel Rauda. Rauda? Samuel? Yeah. Maybe if he wasn't doing his eyeliner. <laughs> fucking dude lady. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh, makeup by Samuel. Yeah, I think that's a dude. Makeup by Samuel. Mm. Uh, right? He's got 270,000 followers himself. Let me see. What are we doing here? He's probably doing fine. First of all, Bong. That's a beautiful man. That's a very beautiful man. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. I wonder which one is him. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, it's got to be that yeah, one. Yeah, it's this guy. Right? Yeah. Uh, so he does his own makeup. Now, here's a weird thing. You got to imagine if you're doing Kylie Jenner's makeup on the reg, right? Right. Um, you're probably making pretty good fucking money, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got almost 84,000 uh, YouTube subscribers. His got, videos uh, all get like, yeah, hundreds of thousands 70,000 followers on Instagram. So why doesn't this guy have insurance? Well, I mean, if you think about it, like what typically people only have insurance through their job. But you can, anybody can buy. I have life insurance. Okay. But that's life insurance. I also have health insurance. Yeah. But you pay out of pocket for that, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know, dude. Most people, like, you know, I'm assuming Makeup by Samuel isn't older than like 25. I don't feel like most 25 year olds. I mean, I imagine he's taking prep. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. That's a reasonable assumption to make, I guess. I mean, I'm just assuming mm-hmm. he looks like somebody who might be worried about STIs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying for any particular reason, mm-hmm. you know, but it looks like, you know, he might wear something on his face other than makeup is all I'm saying. I wish because we had he's a, part of that community. I wish we had another horse here. Hey. <laughs> uh, that's what that horse would eat. <laughs> um, um, so he's got a GoFundMe up, right? Well, his, his car accident. Yeah, his family put up a GoFundMe. Okay, for Samuel. Now, that just shows how good a lot of the country is doing because typically Samuel wouldn't have a family twenty years ago. You know what I mean? We're getting more progressive, is all I'm saying. Doing all right. Um, so the GoFundMe is for sixty thousand dollars. How much did he raise? Uh, let me look it up right now. Sorry, I'm trying to find the 
uh, I feel like she might have deleted the tweet. Okay. Or no, it was an Instagram story with a swipe up. So, okay. Um, and now, what what is the actual thing? So she said, throw in some money if you can. Ooh. All right. So it looks like this was the accident. Oh, that's not even that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, oh, I don't know. The hood's crumpled. It could just be a stock photo that they put with this guy's picture. Okay. I really don't know. Ooh, maybe this is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just guessing. At this I mean, point. whatever. If this is a GoFundMe, I'm sure he's hurt. Yeah. Or they just figured maybe he can get some cash because he's, you know, he's got a good following. If you have a big following and you can't, he probably can't work. That's probably the big part of it is he can't work. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily that he need he doesn't have health insurance. It's that he can't work. So okay. people put up a lot of times people are just like, yeah, we all have these GoFundMe's now. It's like yeah, a lot of times those GoFundMe's are people people can't work. And they have a lifestyle that they need to So he Whoa. raised ninety nine thousand one hundred and nineteen dollars of his hundred and twenty thousand dollar goal. All right. So the top donation is by some person named Michelle. Not Kylie Jenner. Not Kylie Jenner. Now, Kylie Jenner is worth $1 billion. Uh, significantly more. Um, Kylie Jenner threw in how much? Uh, five grand. Five grand. Now, Mike, if you got into a car accident, mm-hmm. I would probably throw in at least five grand. Right now. What? If I was a billionaire, if you were dying and they were like, five grand will save Mike. I would probably see if Lewis did it first, and then if not, I would totally put up that five grand. That's fucking. That's that genuinely is touching. If I had a billion dollars, I'd probably just pay for it. Yeah, what's sixty G's to a fucking billionaire? I'm just saying. Maybe don't don't assume. You know, you're a billionaire. Fuck you. I'm dying. I have no you know, money. There's a lot of people dying, Mike. It's, you're a billionaire. So. How did we go from I, me being genuinely touched at the fact that you would put up five grand right now to me being indignant over the fact that you're questioning? Keep in mind, if I was a billionaire, I could just clone another mic. Mm, that does seem more effective. I need you now. You could train new Mike to be way better at this job. Yeah. If mm. I had a billion dollars? If you had a billion dollars, you could probably hire young Jamie. Without a doubt. That's way more than $100 million. I don't know, though, dude. I feel like I've... All right, but there is a value proposition, right? Where it's like, all right, Rogies is like, all right, young Jamie, you get fucking... You're getting $3 million a year off this 100 Yeah, million. I wouldn't give somebody $3 million a year to produce a podcast. Um, But... <laughs> if you were a billionaire? If I was a billionaire, I would let you supersize your Thai food every week. <laughs> and... <laughs> I would probably pay your hospital bill if you got into a horrific car. I'd be like, what was Mike doing? And if they were like, they hit him, I'd be like, all right, I'll definitely pay for this. He can't just be out here willy-nilly being irresponsible. i pay him enough Thai food where he can get his own insurance. That's what I would say. You know, you got to look out for myself, Mike. At what point? Do you think that insurance companies accept Thai food as payment? They don't? No. That's more anti-Asian racism. How out of touch with this are you now that you're a fake billionaire? <laughs> you're telling me <laughs> that I can't just trade Thai food for services? No, Chris. You know, I've been trained to think I can, Mike. I don't know how this happened. Who did that? 
You. You did that. I, you let me know that yes. I could trade Thai food for services. God damn it. You're right. working for Thai food. I did set a bad precedent. That's on me. Now, if I'm a, a billionaire removed from all society, I assume everybody just takes Thai food. Also fair. You know, I have a Thai food debit card. If I'm literally... Just the- a pad Thai cannon? I just show up <laughs> with a potato gun full of pad Thai and just, poof, just blast it into people's faces and be like, serve me! Dude, if I was the only person you were dealing with, too, what like, mean? if you became, if you were a billionaire, right? It's like, and I just well, paid you in pad Thai to go do my bidding? Yeah. It's like, well, no. It's like, all right, so you you give me a billy, or you're a billionaire, right? You just fucking... Okay. I, if you're a billionaire, you hate people as is. I'm not a fan. Right. So it's like, you... I mean, I like people once I'm drunk. Sure. Um... But we also have the issue where it's like, if you, if you're a billionaire, mm-hmm. right, you can just get drunk and stay drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would be a thing where it's like, all right, well, I'm either going to die at. No, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. That's crazy. Because if you're a billionaire, you're going to live to enjoy your billions of dollars. That's my point. So I think you might sober yourself up, which would make you hate people even more. Oh, yeah, that would suck. Right? So it's like, I feel like you would do high society, but. Johnny and Stanley, both bitches. So, you know, you're still going to be going over Zoom. I'm going to be one of the only people you interact with face-to-face once you're a billionaire. And at that point, yeah, you would consider pretty much every single transaction to be Pad Thai related. Yeah. I'd be yelling at your landlord, just shoving peanut sauce down his throat. Like, what is wrong with you? Mm. Like, think about all this peanut sauce I just gave you. Like I would, yeah, I would lose touch real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kylie Jenner gave five grand. I think you know that's probably better for this guy. Maybe they're not really friends though. Maybe he just like did her makeup a couple of times and she like let him use the pictures because that's like a nice thing to do. But I guess yeah, people got so people got mad at her. Well, yeah, I mean, so people are making that point, kind of that. Um... You know, initially the the whole thing uh, was uh, for sixty grand. Uh, now it's up to one hundred and twenty grand. So I guess they're just reaching for a stretch goal here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't well, know. we could pay all his medical bills and maybe get a little tuck going. Maybe we'll get a little penis enlargement for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the. I really don't know what the stretch goal is here. But that's what what we're dealing with. So there's three hundred and nine dollars. So it was originally when you first saw the article, it was sixty thousand yeah. dollars. In the couple of hours since the show has started, since, no, since we were doing prep for the show, it has gone to $112,000. Yeah, I mean, and this was all in the last, like, three, four hours. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's like, you told me about this when I got here. We had some food. We, we, wa- we watched some fight videos, and then we started the show. And uh, now it's significantly more in the last few hours. That's pretty great. That's the power of a Kylie Jenner. You're not wrong. Like... Maybe she just like didn't like like maybe she like to her that's like kind of nice five grand that seems fine. Also, like if you're like that far removed from society, like think about how much she charges for an Instagram story. Swipe up. She probably charges fifty grand for that. Yeah, and I mean as a direct result of her putting that in there. <laughs> Right, it be it got picked up by way more news sources than it would have. Yeah, this is <clears throat> this is developing as we're talking about it. This guy's gonna make a half a million dollars off of this. 
Kylie Jenner can't be expected to give him a half a million dollars. No, and I mean, it's like, look, if she... if all He's she, already made more money than the original goal. If all she did was just kick in that 60K... I really hate that we're now on Kylie Jenner's... 39K. <sighs> yeah, he, yeah, if she would have just paid... That's crazy. She would have just paid the $60,000... He would be out. He'd be $39,000 less. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Her, so, therefore, her Instagram story was worth another $39,000 to him. He literally could have paid her sixty dollars for that Instagram this is crazy, story. We and he would have made let money. Let me write this down <laughs> to people listening to the show. <laughs> we did a little prep before the show, and we were like, we're going to shit on Kylie Jenner super hard for this. What a stupid bitch. I'm going to talk about how I would pay for you dying, and then you're going to be like, and you don't even have this much money. Kylie Jenner's a billionaire. And like, she, this guy has made a net profit because Kylie Jenner is an oblivious retard. I don't think she's oblivious. I think, I mean, you know, she calls herself a quote-unquote self-made billionaire. Um, I mean... Well, I only thought it was nine hundred ninety-nine million, and then I made one, and then I myself I made my own about it. No, no. I mean, she did. You know, she. Your sister's ass made you most of that. It made her a bit, but you know, I mean, look, the, there's what fucking nine of them, and she's the only one who's a billionaire. Kim ain't a billionaire. I thought Kim Kardashian broke the billion-dollar mark with that stupid um, app that she had. Uh, I don't think so. There was some app. I think Kim Kardashian's a billionaire. I'm looking up here. Uh, she's worth nine hundred thousand after selling a stake in her cosmetics firm to Cody. Less than six months after acquiring majority stake in Kylie Cosmetics, Cody plans to buy uh, the rest of it at a billion dollar valuation. Okay. Um, okay. So as of ten thirteen twenty, they estimate her value at seven hundred eighty million. This is Kylie Jenner. No, this is uh, this is Kim. Okay. Yeah. All right. Still pretty close. Yeah. Um. But I'm saying, like, the at the end of the day, the only like she's the only one of them who's crossed. The, I mean, whatever. At age 20, she was worth 900 million. Um, became the youngest self-made billionaire ever. Quote unquote, you but you can't call yourself a self-made billionaire if you start as a multi-millionaire. She didn't Bill, start. She didn't start as anything. What do you mean? She started as a multi-millionaire. How? Look, man, if you live in a house that you're soon that you will eventually inherit, mm -hmm. and the house is worth millions of dollars, mm -hmm. you are a millionaire. Maybe, maybe she would inherit that house. Maybe it wouldn't. She was the youngest of you know, however many children. I'm just saying. You're the youngest of however many children. It doesn't get le it just gets divided equally among the children. It's multiple millions of dollars. When she was She was a television star before she was a billionaire because her mom made her a television star. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you that. Like the 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 TV thing, but it is like She got statutorily raped and nobody said anything about <laughs> it and that definitely upped her profile. Yeah, I mean She that... was repeatedly statutorily raped by a lot of different rappers. By a lot of different rappers. <laughs> A lot of different rappers. Yeah. Um, apparently, it plumped her lips up, I guess. Um, 
she was repeatedly statutorily raped. It upped her profile. Like, she's not a self-made billionaire. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's, you know. You have to, as far as I'm concerned, you can't start from a family of people worth hundreds of millions of dollars and then call yourself a self-made billionaire. When she was born, I don't think she was worth all that. Her dad, it's still Robert Kardashian, right? Or is no, she, her dad's Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Jenner, yeah. So is her dad, can we still call him Bruce Jenner when we say her dad's Bruce Jenner? Well, I mean. Because her dad is Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Right? Her dad was Bruce Jenner? Yeah, I think. It says Bruce Jenner on her birth certificate. Yeah, they don't change that. Okay. Yeah. Why are birth certificates dead naming people, man? That's fucked up. It is pretty fucked up. Dude, that's fu- birth certificates are transphobic, dude. I don't know, dude. Caitlyn Jenner can't father a child. Not anymore. Well, maybe. For a while, Caitlyn Jenner could father a child. Did Caitlyn Jenner have the... I'm pretty sure. For real? I think so. I think... I'm pretty sure she killed that guy with her car and then was like, I got to distract from this. Somebody cut my cock off. Mm. And then, you know, all of a sudden that guy was back to life. It's honestly she, it's honestly more power than Kylie Jenner's Instagram story. It's the only thing more powerful than Kylie Jenner's Instagram story is cutting off Caitlyn Jenner's penis. Does Caitlyn fuck chicks or what's up? She did. Yeah, but currently. Probably. I don't know, because Caitlyn is like still like Caitlyn Jenner was still pretty against some LGBT shit. It was like some right stuff, right? Yeah. It was like it was like gay people shouldn't get married. It's like you are you what? You're an Olympic gold medalist who wants me to call you a woman. But the not wants you that's a woman. You address her as her. Sure. You address that cockless woman. (laughs) That recently cock... No, it's not even recent. It's years. It's been years. Um, but yeah. It, Caitlyn Jenner. Wait, what was her LGBTQ stance? It was... Uh, yeah, she didn't want gay people to get married. First of all, I don't think the government should be giving, away, giving out any marriage licenses. It's ridiculous. Mm. There should not be tax incentives for being married. Right? Like, for having children, that's fine. We're just filing together. I don't understand what the point of the state issuing marriage licenses is. You should just be able to give your power of attorney to the person you live with. That makes sense. It really shouldn't. They just shouldn't call it a marriage license. There's no reason not to abolish that practice. It's nonsensical. We Mm. never even should have had a gay marriage debate because the government never should have been in the business of marriage. It doesn't make any sense. It's a religious sacrament that we're now all saying it's not. Like, it, it... Marriage, I'm not saying it's between a man and a woman. If fucking a religion wants to be, like, the government never should have been in the business of marriage. Ever. It makes no sense. Except for when there was monarchists and the fucking king got first rock on the fucking, you know what I mean? That's when, that's the only time it's acceptable for government to be involved in your marriage. Is if the king fucks your wife first. The right of prima nocta. Yeah. Before you smash. Hmm. That's the only time it's acceptable for government to be involved in a marriage, in my opinion. Maybe somebody else has a different opinion than me because they're stupid. But if a king fucks your wife, that's probably good for you. Mm. It's like, what are you going to do? You know, the fucking, you know, the kings, you're going to, because you're going to fuck her the next night and then she's going to have a kid like nine months later. And it's like, is it my kid or the king's bastard? There you go. 
Um, yeah, it seems like uh, seems like she only fucks trans people. See, now that's weird. <laughs> she only fucks other trans people? But yeah. which type of trans people? Because there's multiple... First of all, there's people who just say they're trans. Right? That's a thing. Yeah. Um, then there's male to female, female to male. But it's a spectrum, so you could be somewhere in the middle. And oh, then... Oh, uh, sorry. I'm distracted. Fucking... Oh. I gotta see this. God damn, dude. How hot was... That's Chris Jenner? No, no. That's... Bruce. That's Bruce. Right. That's his, That was Caitlyn's first wife. Oh, man. That chick. Right? So hot. Who is that? Fucking 80s hot, dude. Linda Thompson. I have no idea who that is, but damn, that chick. Right? There's no way Kris Jenner was ever that hot. No. I mean, this was this was Kris oh Jenner. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. Scroll down. <laughs> That chick is so hot, his first wife. Holy shit, that What are we hot. doing? That's like yeah. Heather Locklear. This is crazy. That's like a brown-eyed Heather Locklear right Golly. There. That girl is fucking hot. Who's that? Uh, some chick named Christy Scott. I don't know. Uh, but Wait, and that's the chick he's banging now? Yeah, yeah. So this is another... This is a trans actress, uh, Candace uh, Claire, I think her name was. Uh, it was in this article. But then this is the trans uh, dating transgender student, Sophia Hutchins. So wait, he only dates trans women? It seems that way. She only she dates. Only, sorry. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. only dates. Caitlyn yeah, so, Jenner only dates other trans women. Now. Okay, so here's the thing. A future female companion, I think about that, a future female sexual companion not happening, at least for now, and perhaps not ever. That was like her take on the gender reassignment surgery, hmm. right? Then she said uh, a future male sexual companion, I've never had the inclination, but maybe that attitude might possibly change if I have the final surgery. What year did this come out? Which she did in 2017. Uh, this hmm. came out in... What a weird... 2018. First of all, again, and I know we've said this on the show, and I know this is a hard thing to talk about. If there is a trans person who doesn't live in a major city, who does not work in entertainment, that for some reason listens to this show, that would like to talk to me via audio only about what it feels like to be trans, I would like to have a frank conversation with you. I'll buy the beers. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I really want to have that conversation, and it needs to be somebody who is ridiculously far away from the entertainment industry or it's not interesting. Like, not even somebody trying to be an influencer. It has to be somebody that is I a plumber that is just... Now, Frank became Francine and still fucking swings a mean lug wrench. That's who I want to talk to and let, let's chat. Um, but as far as, like, there's something very stranger to me about Caitlyn Jenner only dating other trans women. Like, I get it, like, you have that in common, but, like, th that doesn't seem odd to you? First of all, I'm just going to throw this out there. I've looked at some trans vaginas. You want to pull one up, Mike? Sorry, I'm just way distracted by uh, Caitlin's... Dude, this chick? Let me see. This tr the trans woman who Caitlin's dating? Uh-huh. Very attractive. Not bad. It's very, very attractive. Not bad at all. Oh. I'll, I'll say pretty hot. 100% would. And I don't care whether or not she's had the bottom surgery. 
In the butt? I, you suck the cock? Yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. It's like once it comes down to sucking a cock, it gets real weird. I definitely eat butt. You you let that chick suck your suck your cock if she has a cock? Yeah, 100%. If it's out? Couldn't care less. I would eat her butt. Yeah, that's way closer. That's so much closer. What if she has really long balls, though? I don't like this. Is this is this her with a Caitlyn Jenner filter on? No, no, this is just her without makeup. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Dude, what? She doesn't look more like a dude, though. She just looks like a chick that's had a lot of plastic surgery without... Like, that's... I feel like that's what chicks who've had a lot of plastic surgery look like without makeup. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that very much. All right, sorry. What were you asking, Chris? Oh, um, yeah, uh, trans vaginas. Yes. Um... I hate how we got here from talking about the car accident thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, we it was a bunch of leaps. Um, but weirder than having sex with a trans vagina would I think be eating trans pussy. You know what I mean? Now, if that, how do they fuck? Because it's also like, from what I've read. And again, I would like to talk to somebody about this. It's very difficult for a male to female trans who's had the surgery to come. Like, have you you've heard that, correct? Um. So it's like if you both just eating each other's, it's got to be hard. Like, it's hard to make a straight woman come eating her pussy. Just from eating her pussy, it's hard. I've never had that issue. Really? I swear to you, dude. Just 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 spraying goo all over your fucking beard, Mike. Pretty much, yeah. It's still a tricky situation, and you gotta. Every one of them is different. Nope. Okay. I am, dude. That is the one thing I am supremely confident in. That every single time you've ever eaten pussy, the girl came. Except for like two times, I'm thinking. You're also a delusional human being. Yeah. Okay. So this is a moot point. All right, whatever. There's only two times I'm thinking of where it didn't work. Okay. There's the women who listen to this show are just going fucking Mike, like because there's no way that's true. It's a hundred percent true. It's a hundred percent true that a hundred percent of the time, other than two times that you've ever eaten fucking pussy, the girl came. If that was my objective, yes. All right. Like there's one. It's one thing if you're going down just to fucking for a little foreplay because we're about to fuck. But if I go down there with the express intention of making her come, mm-hmm. yeah, making her come, period. I don't buy it. Okay. I don't buy it. All right. I mean, I don't know how we I prove don't it come every show. time I get blown. Do you get better at getting blown? I'm fucking great at getting blown. <laughs> I'm the fucking best at it. <laughs> I'm so good at getting blown. Oh, it's the best. It's reminds, my favorite thing. Reminds me of a hot tub time machine. Fucking Rob Cordroy's character. That was like my favorite line of that whole movie. He fucking he just looks at the he looks at the guy's wife. He like he bet the guy uh he had to get head from the guy's wife. He looks at her and goes, Don't worry, I'm great at getting head. <laughs> I wanna I just Oh, whoa, I don't like that at all. No, not a fan. That's what I'm saying. Eating that? Yeah. I mean just harder than fucking it, for just, sure. Just keep the dick. Yeah, I'll be honest. For me, yeah, keep the dick. Dude, the chick from fucking, uh, the chick from Euphoria, Hunter, mm-hmm. 100% would. I don't know what that chick looks like. Oh, my God. Hunter Schaefer? 
Golly. But I want to say real quick while you're looking for that, uh, any women who listen to the show, feel free to uh, email askthegoon at you. Oh, yeah, that is an attractive lady. Right? Full, co- full on cock, though. Yeah. You got a picture of a cock? Uh, I'll see. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's a hot lady. She's so hot. She's like ridiculously hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, calm down, Mike. We're just we're just learning that I want to actually mean it when I say I always make you come when I go down on you. That's what this no, sounds like. No, no, but no. if you're a female and you're listening to this show, we want to hear from you right now. I want you to email askthegoon at gmail.com and tell me yes or no if you believe that Mike has made every girl come every single time he's ever gone down on them. Because there is like you are. I have never thought you were. I watch you shadow box often, <laughs> and I have never thought you were more delusional than I do currently. I'm good at shadow boxing. All right. I mean, this is. I'm the- so good. I always knock out my shadow 100% <laughs> of the time. I knock my shadow unconscious. Oh, man. Let me say. That's the bulge. That's the bulge? Yeah. Hmm. It's like adorable. It's pretty cute. Cute little cock. Cute little peen. I don't know what is that. Is that like it's probably from the show? It's. <laughs> you think? Yeah. This... No, because I feel like you you inject like hormones mm-hmm. into your body. Sure. So I feel like I always felt oh, like... maybe that's that. Yeah, I always felt like that was like uh, uh, injection marks and, from uh, like who's hormones. that chick? That chick's hot too. Oh, that's Zendaya. I mean, Zendaya is a oh, smoke okay. show, obviously. But like, yeah, dude, that that you know. That's a fun size, dude. That's a fucking. That's a. That's a. Yeah, it's whatever. I could. I could easily get past that for that. Yeah, you just move it to the side. A hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. Like that is the one thing where, like, I'm. I. I. I don't. I don't question my sexuality at all with that either. Fucking a trans. Yeah. Fucking that trans. Fucking that trans. What about fucking any trans? Hmm. I, 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 I gen- almost just said something I shouldn't have said about you. Uh, what? Didn't you once uh, not move into a place? Because no. you were worried you might fuck a trans? No, no, no. I wasn't worried about fu- not fucking the trans. I was worried about saying something insensitive. Oh, in front of a trans person. Which? And I probably was like, yeah, you were worried you were going to fuck her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. That's right. I was saying that. Okay. I, I it would be emasculated. Get, I mean, if you get fucked by a trans, but if you fuck, I don't care. I don't want my fucking my also fun sized dick around. I've seen that trans person's dick. Yeah, so it's a hot golly. There's no way. There's no way could possibly get hard. So you just assumed you would say something you shouldn't have said. That's why you don't want to move in there. Okay, I say something I shouldn't say. At least, dude, I have caught myself dropping f bombs in front of gay people. In the last six months, and being like, ah, you know what I mean, like that, right? And it's like, fuck, dude, you, come on. I uh, was doing a show with uh, Gino, okay, and he was uh, watching. Gino Bisconti was watching a football game mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago, and he's just, you know, and these fucking faggots. And the kid who was hosting the show was going, dude, I'm just standing here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that kid's funny as hell. Dude, that kid is hilarious. <laughs> Who was it? I don't remember the kid's name. It was the only time I ever met him. I, maybe Sam. And he goes, he goes, dude, I'm just standing here. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Whose show was it? I got to find this out. Stand Up New York. All right. Um, I mean, that sounds like some shit Luke Growley would say, because I think Luke Growley is very funny. 
I, that's not who it was. Okay. But um, all right. Well, so Kylie Jenner, Sam Morrison. No. Um, I was like, he seems like a very unfunny gay guy. <laughs> I know Sam. It wasn't him. Um, like not unfunny, but like definitely not that kind of funny. I didn't correct you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Moral of the story, Kylie Jenner, uh, Instagram swipe up, more powerful than $60,000. At least $39,000. I mean, and counting. Yeah, and counting. We'll come back to this next week. We'll just do a quick recap, and we'll just check on and see what that guy's... So what do you think? All right, so honest truth. Uh, how much of that is because it's a charity going to a good cause, going to somebody who's injured and like needs the money, et cetera, et cetera, and how much of that is Kylie Jenner swipe up? I think more of it is people trying to show up Kylie Jenner. Somebody, the first person to give more than $5,000 to that GoFundMe was being like, fuck Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Like, somebody gave $5,001 to that guy somebody to put say up, fuck you to Kylie Jenner. Somebody put up twelve eight to say fuck you to Kylie Jenner. No, that might just be that guy. Clearly, does celebrity makeup. It might just be somebody who may, who has less money than her, who is just like, "This is what I can afford." Mm, maybe. But the moral of the story is: Oh, this is kind of rough, though. What happened? So this was the one where, like, it made me be like, "All right, she's kind of a cunt here." Uh, Kylie Jenner bought her toddler. A fifteen thousand dollar bag. Oh, but let me see the bag. It's oh, it's the fucking. I know the bag. It's a python bag, right? I don't know. I know the exact bag. It's uh, because my I bought my chick a bag from the same designer that did not cost nearly that much. Uh, okay. Kylie Jenner's daughter Stormy flaunts uh Hermes. Oh no, it's a different one then. She bought. Bro. Yeah. Let me see it. Fifteen k for this. You know what I could do with fifteen thousand, Chris? Do you know? Do you know? Live in New York City for sixteen years. No one move here. (laughs) By the way, I would a hundred percent rob that toddler. Yes, I just saw that toddler walking around with that bag. Boom! (laughs) Knocking him right. I'm a hundred percent. I'll punt that baby (laughs) for fifteen grand. Fifteen grand. I'll punt any baby. It's not a race thing, (laughs) right? Racehorse. Uh, sorry, he stepped out of the room. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. What are you? You're angry again, racehorse? Why are you angry? Is it because I said I would punt, punt a baby? Yes? No. No, you're not? Okay. But it's because I said it didn't matter the race of the baby? How is that racist, racehorse? How is it racist? <laughs> oh, my God. You're so angry. Is it because I just brought attention to race? Melanin does that, racehorse. Melanin does it. No, it doesn't. So then what? We, well, I can't just, but if I said, I don't see color, would that be racist? (laughs) See, you're angry again, racehorse. There's no pleas in you. You're just indignant for no reason. You know something, racehorse? I'd say go lick some salt, but there's a hypertension thing, and that might be racist too. So we're just moving on. Fuck. <laughs> that damn racehorse. 
Mike, I saw, uh, we were talking about the Snyder Cut earlier. I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. Fucking, and fucking pretty dope. For a TV show? It was, it was okay. It was fine. There were some cool, there were some cool fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I always get a little mad that they just didn't give Falcon powers um, in, in, in the movies. Does I, he have powers in the comics? Yeah, he can fly and talk to birds. Red Wing in the comics is his bird that he talks to. Oh, I've always known Red Wing as like the little robot thing. Yeah. Um, so, whatever. It, I, Anthony Mackie's good. Uh, the guy who plays Bucky is good. It, it's all. It's very good. You like Sebastian Stan? It, he's he's a good as Bucky, I guess. Yeah, I guess. All right. Um. So the guy who plays Winter Soldier is good. It's it, it's fine, but there was just some. <clears throat> I'm really glad it wasn't the first of the MCU TV shows on Disney+. Plus. I'm glad they went with WandaVision first uh, because that was a little different. This tried to... It didn't look as good as one of the movies, and it tried to... It really tried to feel like Captain America 2. And it didn't Right down to having GSP in a cameo in the opening scene. (laughs) Yeah. He plays Batrock, correct? Uh, Yeah, Bartok the Leaper. Okay. Um, is it not Batrock the Leaper? I think it's Bartok. I need you to look that up. Um, I don't think you're correct. Um, uh, it is Batrock. Damn. Well done. Yeah. All right. I'm a dummy. Why did I ever question your fucking dorky superhero knowledge? Well, yeah. I was going to go autistic, but sure. Dorky works. Uh, so GSP played Batrock the Leaper. Uh, but, uh, I liked the first scene. I liked how it started. I liked where they were going with the, um, <clears throat> flag smashers. Um, whoa. What are the flag smashers? That was the terrorist group. Oh. Um, so it shows how much you were paying attention. Um, I don't think they said that name. They did. Okay. Mm. It was in the, it was the scene in the coffee shop. I, Mike, come on. Um, <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, the the thing that annoyed me was first of all, <clears throat> does he run like a Bubba Gump shrimp thing? The Falcon, like he had like a shrimping boat in the South. Now, the Falcon is from Harlem in the comics because it was written in the sixties, and he's a black guy. Yeah, and, I mean Luke Cage needed a friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that there's a really there's a very racist uh, Captain America comic. So Falcon was always a decorated military hero in the in the comics, and then all of a sudden, some new writer got it. You could probably find this on online, but uh, they made he was like all of a sudden, just for no reason, Falcon was an ex pimp for one episode for one issue of Captain America. We went back to the hood. Wow, um, and it, it's like it was like excessive. Um, I think it was like a uh, '70s comic, and it was just like it was like why did they write this? This is fucking ridiculous. Um, but he's got this fucking fishing slash catering business, which is a fucking weird. That's why I made the Bubba Gump shrimp fucking comparison because there's Bubba Gump shrimp restaurants, and then he had a shrimp boat. But it was just like, what is fucking happening? And then they go into a bank, and the guy is taking selfies with them, and it was like, I gotta deny your loan, and they made it like a race thing, getting denied a loan. They also said that the Avengers don't make a salary where they were all clearly government agents for the last 10 years. Mm. Government agents get a salary. He's like, no, we work on charity or whatever. And, uh, you know, and then I was in the blip, so I don't have five years of work history and this and that. He's like, you're telling me that a guy in the, the, they've established that the Avengers are the most famous people in this world. 
That guy can't start a GoFundMe for his family's fishing and catering business? He can't just get, he wears goggles, always. He can't get Oakley to sponsor him so he can pay for his family's fishing business? Are they are they treating the Avengers like NCAA athletes where they're not allowed to have paid sponsorships in the MCU because it's a fucking conflict of interest? Well, no, because I think I think if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right, they were both gone for five years, right? No, the sister was there. Oh, she says to him, she goes, "I've been here this whole time. Her husband's dead. You haven't been here, but it's like, why would he not?" Why would, like, he's like, I'm going to go to every bank in town. Like, you're one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah, you help stop Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Literally, the bank guy knew who you were and wanted to take a selfie with you with your hands fucking extended like wings. Mm. You should have taken the selfie, called him a racist-ass cracker, and put up the fucking GoFundMe. Right? And then, uh... Watching it with my girlfriend, and she's going, what is this, some, like, Illuminati shit? Is like, this was obviously filmed months ago, but they know about all this Asian stuff already. And I was, like, talking about the Winter Soldier side plot with the Japanese man. And I was like, yeah, turns out uh, uh, World War II uh, veteran uh, might have some interactions with uh, Japanese people. Mm. Also, really weird that he walked out on that chick. No, I mean, he was, he was fucked up over the old man. I think he's still smash. That's what the old man wanted. Mm. Yeah, but the old man doesn't know that he killed his son. If anything, that'll help you not come. Thinking about the old man, you know? Yeah. Something to focus on. It's true. You know, he hasn't gotten any strange in decades. You don't know that. Maybe he's, dude, you know. I was living in a hut by himself in Wakanda with no women. Uh, there was women in Wakanda. There's women in Wakanda, but not in his hut. He's literally the only white person. You tell me they were exotifying him? They were colonizing that dick? I mean... You're right, maybe. If you're the only white person... That's anywhere, true. There's got to be a level of novelty. Literally anywhere. That's true. There is a level of novelty, for sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's so, always going to be one person that's like, eh, this is new. Yeah. Side note, I, uh, I've always... I've been to... Five different rehabs. I've been at three different Wakandas. I've always wanted to be. I've I I heard about this. You've been at five different rehabs. Five different rehabs. Yeah. For booze. Uh, boot drugs. There were some drugs in there. Yeah. Was one drug? I know about one. Yeah. So there's one drugs. Yeah. And four boozes. No, it was always it was three back to back to back and then two back to back. How long were you out for before you went back? Mm, like a year and a half. Every time? So it was like I went to three in a row, right? You left and went right to it. Yeah. So I went to... Why'd you even leave and go to a different one? Because I was fucking... I was uh, All right. One was a wilderness thing where, like, you got to go. You kind of just, like, dry out. You spend fucking, like, a couple months just walking around the desert. They, like, break you there. And then... A couple months? It was 80 days in the desert. Double Jesus? Double. You're double Jesus, Mike? Twice Christ. Um, Yeah, so you do 80 days in the desert, and then fucking uh, went to a boarding school slash rehab for my senior year of high school, and then then, 
Uh, I got kicked out of there for fucking when I turned 18. Uh, it was either go back, repeat my senior year of high school. Wait, for fucking when you turned 18? I turned 18. When you turned 18? I turned 18. Okay. Like, four or five days later, uh, ended up, like, fucking some chick who was also 18. She had, like, just turned 18. Um, and, yeah, because I was over 18 and I got caught having full penetrative sex on campus, they were like, we Did have, like... kick her out? Uh, yeah, both got kicked out. There was like 13-year-old girls there. They were like, we can't have you in the same place as her. Our insurance will not cover it. Um, so they kicked me out, and they were like, all right, you can go back to do your senior year of high school in uh, your the public school that I was in. Or That's probably not a good idea. Or I could spend like two months in Oregon in uh, like the adult-ish version of this same program. Um, what's that face? I don't know. It seems like it's a good place for an 18-year-old to get raped. No, nah, it was the opposite. I was fucking... Oh, I was, word? I was doing the raping. Um, There's bitches in there? It was mad bitches. You was, raped them? Didn't rape them, but it was a great time. Why'd you, why'd you choke when you said that? Because <laughs> uh, I, I haven't had water. I'm thirsty. You were just chugging water. We can hear it on the audio. <sighs> All right, whatever, dude. I fucking... I went out there, um, and it was literally like, you know, just show up for, like, bullshit classes um, throughout the course of the day. There was, like two rehab things i had to do during the week other than that they just like it was like a halfway house so they just like gave us some money to go food shopping mm -hmm. and then the rest of the time we just hung out mm -hmm. and like you technically weren't allowed to fuck anyone else in the program those were literally the only rules mm -hmm. so so you did that yeah i mean i obviously fuck people in the program and out of the program mm -hmm. it was great mm -hmm. so much fun uh, best summer of my life. Anyway, long story short, what I was getting to was what I always, like the institutionalized thing that I wanted to do that always sounded fucking like a layup. Mm -hmm. uh, it was an eating disorder rehab. You wanted to go to eating disorder rehab to fuck chicks? If you're the one dude in eating disorder rehab, every girl wants to fuck you. That's true. Because there's no... 100%. And it's like, they're all going to be like, they're all going to be... A, Mad of them are going to be going from like anorexic to like they just start putting on a little bit of weight and thickening up. And it's like, here's the problem. Three weeks in. Here's the, here's the problem. Well, actually, it might be. I don't know how it would work, but I'd be worried about those bulimics. Why? Well, because they either have a hard to activate gag reflex because of all the things or an overactive one because they were trying so hard to puke all the time. Mm -hmm. So. You know. You might end up with some puke on your nuts. I mean, dude, you know. So you're gonna go to a you're gonna go to a eating disorder rehab. I don't think I need to now. I don't think like I don't think I would. I would, uh, you know. I don't think it makes sense for me to take time away from working here uh, to to go to go live your dreams, Mike. It's not really a dream anymore. But when I was like 24, 25, I was like, man, I fucked up. I, one of those rehabs definitely should have been an eating disorder rehab. Would have gotten so much pussy. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> that's such a funny idea of like, just like, like, that's a great idea for a bad like 90s comedy. Right? You just go up to like, you just like have a fat guy and then like everybody's like, like he has, like, you see, you have like a 17 year old who has a heart attack, right? Or something like that. Or an 18 year old who has a heart attack, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's still eating. And the way his friends convince him is they start showing him pictures of the chicks in the eating disorder rehab. Okay. And then, like, they're just, like, swallowing sandwiches, like, in cone heads. You know what I mean? Like, and he's just like, oh, I'll totally do that. And then it's just, but then from there, it's just like a weird dorm comedy. 
just takes place <laughs> in an eating disorder rehab. Right. You got like a fucking you got like a like a a painfully frail young yeah. man who befriends him. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. We have a lot of fun with this. Yeah, what can we what can we call it, Mike? We call it um <clears throat> Eat Away Camp. Mm, eat away camp. You can call it eat you. Ooh, I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of things we can go. We can go here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> None of this has anything to do with Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right. Yeah. Continue. Did you sorry. enjoy the show? I. I. Uh, all right. When he fucking when he makes the missile. Like, he's just flying away from the missile, and then the fucking through the thing, and then makes the thing, makes the helicopter blow. That was pretty dope. Yeah, I think I'll keep watching. It's fine. It's like, yo, honestly. It's so fat pussy. I'm just saying, for TV, right? Like, what this ostensibly is. Uh-huh. If this show. Dude, if Ralphie Mae was still alive, we could get him in a. <laughs> Dude, you really want to make fat pussy. Fat pussy. The movie. <laughs> you fucking, you don't care about Falcon the Winter Soldier at all anymore. Nah, man. I Dude, mean, we need to find another fat guy. Bro, the fact that fucking the fact that Kylie Jenner with one Instagram story raised six figures for this fucking makeup artist. Oh, we can't get we can't get any money to make fat pussy the <laughs> And Anthony Mackie can't get a fucking dollar for his goddamn boat. His weird shrimp boat. <laughs> what was that business? It was it was a boat, but then they were also making dinner for people. I didn't understand anything. Yeah, but the house was also up as collateral for the boat. Which yeah, ha- makes no sense. Yo, who puts a house up for co- collateral for a boat? <laughs> Boats are a sink of money. <laughs> Dude, it's a no better sense. investment to invest in a movie about eating disorders <laughs> that's also about fucking chicks. Yo, all right. Aaron, mm-hmm. don't move to New York. Just make fat pussy. Take that $10,000 uh-huh. and make fat pussy. Just make fat pussy the movie. That's that should be the notes of a goon, the official fucking boom, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking you want it? All right, best place to move in New York. How long can I? Blah, 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 blah. Sell your car, take the ten grand, make fat pussy the movie, <sighs> and then when you're in fucking, you know, when you're in the Tribeca Film Festival, right, mm-hmm. getting your fucking movie picked up. Yeah, it's true. Then you can look at fucking the panty raids and fat pussy would be very strange. Dude, you can look It'd at... It'd be all splotted. <laughs> it's like some would be cartoonishly large, yeah, some would be waifishly small. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be hilarious. <gasps> be flossing with them. I'm just saying, when fucking... All right, when Aaron's fucking movie premieres and fucking De Niro's coming up and fucking shaking her hand and... How did you think of this fat put... It's such a good idea. Fucking Marty Scorsese is just showing you around the neighborhood because you're the new talk of the town. Yeah, he's just like... I'm so glad you made Fat Pussy the movie. You know, it's just... It, nobody ever would have thought to go fuck chicks in an eating disorder rehab. It's like, it, it's like we all wish we would have thought of that because you know something? You're very vulnerable. Mm. They need dick. That's why they had the eating disorder. And here's the thing. Is there anything hotter than a girl who is a fat, slutty girl who tries really hard to get thin and you know it's just a very tenuous grip on thinness? Yeah, There's like a for- sexiness to that mm-hmm. that, like, you've met some of these girls, right? Where you you know. I've, like, gone home with girls and seen them, like, once they got drunk, just watch them devour an entire, like, big bag of chips. And I'm like, oh, you really, 
we're joking about how much time you spend in the gym. Oh, this is. Oh, okay. You're barely hanging on. Oh, this is gonna be. You're gonna be wild. You're gonna be a and problem it, in three months. Oh, you're gonna be a problem in about eight minutes while you claw my fucking throat out while I'm banging you. Like, what the fuck? Like it's just like this is like, and then that movie is called Fat Pussy. So, Aaron, that's when you moved to New York. Yeah. After you make Fat Pussy mm-hmm. and you submit it to Tribeca Film Festival, right. and get in. I'll text Mike Rowe to te- get me De Niro's number so he can, I can text him. I'm sure they know each other. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Who do you think put in his sink? You think you think De Niro's going to have some regular plumber come nah, over? No, he's got to have Mike Rowe do it. Come on now. Yeah. What's a dirtier job than fucking going into De Niro's home? The Lord knows he's lost enough hair. Mm. It's down that drain. Mm. All right. Well, that's been the show. Again, you can follow Mike the M Harrington on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Chris from B K L Y N. Uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. Give us a look, and you know, obviously, check out our sponsor, VinylGraph.com. V I N Y L G R A F F dot com. Use the promo code Chris one for ten percent off your order. All right. Good night. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Little